hey guys how you doing just a few minutes late here um don't know how that happened um yeah i do okay so these went over a few procedural questions to make sure that uh, everybody's on the same page uh nothing major happened and here we are so how are y'all doing to this morning um Big night last night, in case you missed it. Uh, there was a lot of... Uh, um, oh, I gotta find a different feed. I don't have the courthouse feed, sorry. A uh, lot of... Uh, um, the Pennsylvania Spider-Man dude. You know what I'm talking about? Man, they were hot on his trail last night. It was... Uh, it was something else, that's for sure. Uh, they um, and they called in. It was like eleven o'clock, and I see that all the stuff's happening. He's on, and they're calling in the um, EMTs and then um, the emergency response teams as well. Uh, so it sounds like it's kind of like a SWAT team, and also a. Uh, uh, or the, uh, of course, medical, EMT's medical. But anyway, uh, came rushing into the scenes. They had, like, every state trooper out there and found out the, um, what's the guy's name? Brazil, Brazilio man. Brazilio man, Brazilio man, does whatever a spider can. That guy. Um, there was a homeowner had shot at him. Seven times, but the guy also got away with what sounds like a 1022, which is a uh Ruger 10 uh to 10 round semi automatic 22 long rifle. That's they said it has a scope, so you know, whatever. Uh, but anyway, I have not heard the latest this morning to see if he got caught because I fell asleep at 2 a.m. listening to that nonsense. I was like, oh, my gosh, I should be live right now. Never ends. Never ends. Miami Spice, how are you doing? Rabbit, happy birthday to you. Joe No Filter, how are you? Squad Bob. Um, Christine, how are you doing? Fortune Nate. Is that how you say it? Fortunato? Fortunato? I'm already butchering names. It's going to be a good day. Tia, how are you doing? Oh, crud. I got to find this. Mm. Yeah, I got to find a different feed. So the uh, free um, uh, ozone people are up, which, I mean, that's fine. I understand that. Um, we're still here because of a constitutional issue, and that's why we're going to be here. Um, you know, for the layperson, this looks like a no problem, you know, uh, easy. Well, what's that one? And what's that one? Oh, where's that one from? Oh, we're going to do this one. There's several different feeds. Okay. Anyway, for the layperson, this seems like a... Hang on. Um, I just found out that our friend Meme Copium 
maybe um, dropping a uh, group of people off. If he does, that is awesome. Meme's a great person, you guys. Uh, if he doesn't, that's fine. But Meme is a great person. Guys, so uh, be sure and... Uh, as always, Meme's a person you should be following. He is... Uh, he lives in Japan. And this is the time of day that he is up. He's done with his show by now. And that's so awesome. There's a lot of creators that they base their times off of East Coast time. I know, that's the low-hanging fruit. You're like, oh, everything's that, you know, the majority of the U.S. population, it's like 40-something percent, lives in the Eastern time zone. I don't know why everybody in the world does it, though, but that's the way it happens. I do it, my show, based on the Eastern time zone, because I live in the Eastern time zone. If I lived in another time zone, I would do it based on that time zone, because you're going to be picking up people that they have no content, you know, and so you're going to pay, there's a whole group of people, people don't sleep, there's, it's a 24-hour show, so anyway, uh, with that, oh man, I gotta catch up to you guys, hey, Old Line Red, how are you, uh, Twisted Bunny, what's up, Sea uh, Souter, how are you doing, this is where I am, in the comments, I just slid down, went fast, MLS, awesome, Awesome. All right. So we are here, guys. Uh, Meme Copium, uh, great guy. Love him to death. Uh, guys, please hit that like button. Please hit that um, subscribe because we're getting a couple days of trial left. Oh, hang on here. Let's see. Make sure you got the volume on. And this is a good judge, too. Um, he's kind of close to retirement, which hopefully he doesn't. Judges have an a uncanny ability to not retire, and I like that. Of course, guys, I'm not a fan of uh, retirement anyway. Judge Raul Zambrano. I'm going to... Let's see here. Is this him? Yeah. We're going to add him up here. Oh, sweet. All right. So, I'm going to add him if you're over in Discord. This is the judge for this trial. Go over to the... Um, Put up a new thing called Ozone Wallace. Ozone is the gang name. They're not working. Maybe for our oh, defendant. Are you going to be using the the TV? Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. It's not on. <laughs> well, I don't know what's. Yes, sir. <laughs> with that one over there, I don't really know. I love when judges do something like that. It's like, are you going to be using the TV? Yes, sir. Well, it's not on. Oh, well. Um, Can you call them? Anyway. Oh, there it is. It's on. Ares, how are you doing today? Sean D. Sarcasm. How you doing, brother? I haven't seen any tents. Uh, you know, um, Miami Spice told me the other night. She's like, I think they're going to get that guy in Pennsylvania. I was like, how do you know? She said, they're setting up tents. I was like, that's a girl. 
So, <laughs> Bobby Bologna, how are you doing this morning? Man, I could go for a fried bologna sandwich right about now. Shizzy! You know, when stuff like this happens, I end up spending more time with Shizzy than I do my own family. So you guys figure that out. Mike Hunt, how are you doing, sir? You may be seated. Uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Over a bunch of people uh, did you all become aware of Sorry. any uh, facts about this case? Crafting you Emily, how are you doing? Case while you were away from the courtroom. All right, thank you. State called your next matter. That is oh, a great analogy. I like okay, that. Yeah. We have an IT coming to fix that one. That is great. All right, stay called your next witness. All right, hold on. All right, so they're calling him up now as the witness for the trial of Ozone Wallace. I'm going to use the heck out of his nickname because you don't get many people you to call Ozone. I'm also going to be looking for another feed. So I have a backup. I don't like where that one is. Yeah, I like being down there in the empty spot. I hope you all slept well. I hope you have a refreshing drink. I'm on. You guys can hear me. Let me know if I need to do something. I love you guys. This is the trial of uh, Othal Wallace ozone out of Daytona Beach, Florida, where he shot Nerf. He nerfed you state your entire name and spell police the officer. But he was pulled over the defense is claiming self-defense. And so where are you employed? He's on camera in this department. And in what capacity are you employed there, sir? I'm a detective in the criminal investigations divisions. I'm currently the criminal intelligence detective. What does that require of you on a day-to-day -day basis, being a criminal intelligence detective, sir? Um, I uh, collect and research data from different uh, resources and stuff, and um, assist the uh, detectives as they need it, uh, monitor social media, uh, look at the reports, um, gather and collect the other bulletins from other agencies. Does that include assisting robbery homicide detectives in that, that branch of the detective? We um, could do that. Social media, yes, we sir. look that up for the police. You can just speak up a little bit. Yes, sorry. That's all right. <clears throat> and how long have you been a law enforcement officer? Uh, Ten plus years. All with Daytona Beach? Yes, sir. Uh, have you been a detective in any, any of the other divisions in CID? Uh, yes, I have. Um, uh, I started as the uh, property detective, and, and I was the auto theft detective, and I'm currently the uh, criminal intelligence detective. And how long have you been the criminal intelligence detective? Uh, uh, since 2021. 2021? Yes, sir. And you said that in that work, you monitor social media? Yes, sir. Is that something you do regularly? Yes, sir. Does that include uh, social media platforms like Facebook? Yes, sir. Does it include social media platforms like Instagram? Yes, sir. I want to draw your attention to the night of June 23rd of 2021. Uh, were you on or off duty that night? I was off duty. And did you become involved in the investigation regarding the shooting of Officer Jason Rayner that night? Yes. How did you become involved if you were off duty? Um, I was, uh, at night I was just going scrolling through social media and then I uh, came across a post that uh, an officer had been hurt 
in uh, Daytona Beach uh, shooting, contacted my supervisor, like, hey, have you heard anything about an officer involved shooting? And um, once it was determined that an officer did get shot, I decided to come in and uh, provide any assistance necessary. And when you first came in that night, uh, where did you go? Out to the area of uh, Kingston and uh, Beach. When you arrived to the area of Kingston and Beach Street in Daytona Beach, were you briefed on the status of the investigation? Yes, sir. You recall who briefed you when you arrived? Uh, Sergeant Karcher and uh, Lieutenant Wallen, I believe. And what was Sergeant Karcher's position at the time with the police department? Uh, he's the, he was, at the time, he was the sergeant for the uh, robbery homicide unit. So he was the supervisor of the detectives who were investigating the homicide? Uh, the homicide? Yes, sir. Did you perform any duties out at the scene of uh, 133 Kingston? Um, I canvassed the area uh, to see if we can locate any possible witnesses. Um, and then later that night, um, I assisted in a search warrant. Can you tell the jury what you mean by canvassing the area? Uh, by canvassing the area is uh, we go and walk around, knock doors, uh, check on people, see if there's cameras, knock on doors, see if they heard anything, uh, witness anything, anything that can assist in the investigation. Is that an investigative tool that's commonly used at the very beginning of an investigation? Yes, sir. Was uh, your canvassing of the area fruitful in any way? Uh, no, sir. So you didn't locate any witnesses or relevant surveillance cameras, anything like that? Uh, we did talk to a couple of witnesses, but they only heard, and then, um, you know, they already had made a statement to other uh, officers. So did you, did you find any witnesses that make any kind of identification? No. Did you go somewhere else after you were at the 133 Kingston area? Um, yes, uh, I met at the uh, Justice Center and then I was assisting um, Volusia County deputies uh, to check uh, another location, I think up in Ormond Beach, for a possible uh, associate of Walter uh, Wallace. And was that fruitful in any way? No. Uh, did there come a time that night when you were given a particular task in regard to social media? Yes, sir. Um, so once uh, he was identified as the, as the shooter, um, his uh, so, social media... Let me jump in. So you say once he was identified. Who was identified? Oh, yes. Sorry. Uh, once Otto Wallace was identified as, shooting, uh, as, as the shooter, I was provided uh, his uh, Instagram account, and uh, I uh, located his Instagram account. And do you recall uh, the screen name for that Instagram account? Uh, RBG Vibes. Uh, was this the account... Public uh, social media profile? Yes, it was public. Are you comfortable telling the jury the difference between public versus private social media profile? Uh, yes. Go ahead, so um, so um, you know, once you have an Instagram account, uh, you can either make it private or public. Uh, if you make the uh, Instagram account public, anybody with an Instagram account can view your stories, can view your photographs, can you uh, view your friends list, and can also view um, any type of like post or information you post into uh, Instagram. So if you describe to the jury that night once you, if you had the name, what was the name? Yes. Um, how would somebody locate that account on Instagram that night? Uh, so I'll, you go on Instagram and then you hit search and then you type in the name RBG Vibes and then the account will pull up.
And would you be able to see a way person that night you see everything on the account of the Yes, sir. And you mentioned something in your response a moment ago that, that people would be able to see stories. Did you say that a moment ago? Yes, sir. Could you, as best you got, are you comfortable describing what a, a story on it? Yeah, so a, a story is like little photos, little videos, um, anything you want to post throughout the day, um, it will come across the feed, uh, and then you can click on it, view it, and um, to my knowledge, it's only up on Instagram up to 24 hours. So if I want to put up a story Yes, sir. Yes. When you went to the account for RBG Vibes, uh, was your attention drawn to a particular story post that was on that? Um, yes. Um, it was a, a black screen and there was an audio on it. Uh, approximately 11 o'clock, 11.05 at night. 11.05 p.m. the night? P.m., yes. The night that Officer Rayner was shot? Yes, sir. Did you make an effort to memorialize this post? Um, I just screen recorded it. How do you do that? Um, so um, your phones, uh, for instance, at the time I had the iPhone, um, so all you do is just, uh, there's an uh, application on the phone that you can screen record. So like it will record everything on your screen that you're viewing. So it's, it's just, uh, you know, whatever you're seeing on your screen, like to include phone numbers, anything, you know, apps, anything that the screen is showing, uh, you can record it. So it's a screen recording. And did you do that with this particular post? Yes, I did. And when you screen recorded that particular post, did it capture the, even the time on your cell phone? Yes, sir. And when you found this post and you listened to it and recorded it, memorialized it, uh, did you disseminate that post to investigators? Yes, uh, yeah, yes, uh, the investigators on scene. Did that include uh, lead detective David Denardi? Yes, he was aware of that. Yes, he was aware of that. Can I approach the witness, Your Honor? Yes. Your Honor, approaching you for the mark by the application of state is there at all? Do you recognize that DVD? Yes. How do you recognize that DVD? Uh, that's the signature. Is it also a date as well? Yes. Yes, sir. Has it been altered in any way that you can tell? No, sir. No, no, this time I'm in the states. Are and have been with the next couple of states. Any objection? No, no, I'd, I'd object at this point because I don't believe they've, uh, they've authenticated it as being at what time it was uploaded. Did you hear a specific time that occurred before the incident, after the incident, or anything like that? <clears throat> 
I'll overrule the objection. I think there's sufficient information provided to the witness's testimony. And Your Honor, at this time, I would uh, move to publish the Instagram story. You may do so. No. I want y'all to know something, man. I love y'all. I want y'all to know something, man. I love y'all. Black power. Stay strong as a nation. Keep fucking fighting. Move fucking forward. Don't let these pussy ass pigs fuck with you. That's his account. Um, so um, that's the photos. Uh, you can tell that it's uh, open to the public because, you know, I don't, I don't know him and stuff. You can just pull up the name and all the information will show. Objection, Your Honor. Can we bring something up outside the jury? Okay. Sidebar or? Well, it might take a while. You don't mind stepping up. All right, I'm going to do your room. Okay, guys. So what I'm doing is I have two camera angles, okay? So one is there's a single camera in the back of the courtroom that all, all the feed goes to for media. <laughs> All right. There's a subsequent feed that is used for the courtroom itself, which if there's like evidence, stuff like that, that's being shown to the jury that we have a feed to that one, too. So you see me switching around. OK, um, you had a, an objection that's going on. Well, yes, Your Honor. I'm trying to see the picture first, but all I can see is something very small. Your Honor, First of all, I would ask for a mistrial based on the fact that per your ruling, there was supposed to be no mention of anything regarding the New Black Panther Party or NFAC. Oh, really mistrial. Showing um, the New Black Party, New Black Panther I'm gonna have to come down there and look at it. I can't see it on my screen. Uh, it's too small. I'm assuming that your screen is screen is just as small. Well, I think, but if they take this photo back with them, you know, then they're, they're able to look at. You know, all of a sudden they can be able to see the new light. Well, the You see what's happening? As I understand, this is what shows in the when you open his Instagram account. That is, yes, sir. At the time. Okay. Let me just come. I can't see what you're saying. I have not seen this happen before. Wow. I'm kind of holding my breath here. You guys of you that are new, one, please hit that like and please hit the subscribe.
So you stay up to breast on this case? Okay, so he has a necklace. Did you hear that? What does the machete have to do with the mistrial? Alright guys, this is I'm gonna take you back over to the picture. See, the machete a machete wasn't used in this case. Why would that be prejudicial? That's my thoughts. I'm assuming the jurors are gonna try to scrutinize this. The jurors have a screen in the jury room. Again, I put this screenshot, I took a screenshot of this and it's in Discord now. I just can't I, I can't get into my locals or I put it in there. Raise volume. And I don't need to Ballstorm. Ballstorm, what time do I need to leave here? You're right, Crew of Liberty. 
have in the courtroom. I don't even know what the dimensions of the TV is. Do you see how the, the court feed is there on the TV? has three shots. That's what the other one is that I keep going back to. Other than the main picture of the defendant up above and a few other photographs of him. Thank you. All right, uh, ready for the jury? Bring the jury in. So we just had a sidebar about, well, this is prejudicial. We get, we're call, asking for a mistrial because you can see the machete and you can see it says uh, New Black Panthers on there. New Black Panthers was agreed pre-trial not to be brought up during this trial. It was brought up. All rise for the jury. So this is an issue. Remember this for your scorecard, kids. This will be an issue if this comes to appeal. All right. The issue, though, that I'm looking for still is, is what will this have on the Fourth Amendment? And again, guys, if you uh, haven't checked out, uh, download Crime Mapping and the Fourth Amendment Redrawing Can High Crime Areas in the Discord. Can I counsel sidebar? Can you? Oh. We got a lot of happening today. Bold, stra bold strategy, Cotton. That is what's at issue, is self-defense. That's what no. Ozo is saying. You know what? Let me find another thing to put up. All right. Uh, you have any additional? Oh, stand by. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 11.05 p.m. Approximately two hours. Yes. Yes, sir. Any cross examine? Do you need the screen? No. Okay, can you move the screen back? Detective Botello, um, did you know uh, anything of Ofa Wallace prior to <clears throat> June 23rd of 2021? No, sir. Okay. And you uh, were able to locate a, uh, the video, or not the video, but the audio that was 
I'm on Opa Wallace's uh, account, his Instagram account. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, is it possible to record a, uh, an audio and then download it at a later time? I mean, yes. Like on for Instagram, we're talking about? Yeah. Yes. So you don't know if he downloaded the audio five days before and then downloaded it that evening or if he downloaded it, you know, three months before and then downloaded it that night, do you? Okay, and then you, you had no idea that that was Ofa Wallace on the audio, do you? No, sir. Nothing else. Thank you. Any uh, redirect? All right, may the witness be excused. Yes, sir. Yes. Are you excused from the subpoena? Thank you, sir. Yes. Guys, I just put a link to a uh, explanation of the fruit of the poisonous tree doctrine. It's something that uh, we talk about a lot. Uh, especially in this case so far, it's in Discord. If you have any questions about it, all right, stay your and next witness. If you have any questions on how to get your bread to rise, the broken baker is here in the chat. How you doing, bud? <laughs> Rookie move. Did he record his crime? No, he got on afterwards and um, bragged I about it, though. I think we make sure, pretty sure. Say nothing. Get him out of here. Is that the attorney? Um, that's in the attorney handbook over here. The broken baker makes a lot of things rise, like Batman rises. Watch out, Mike. I like cheese Danish. Does he have that recipe up? I might. I might have plans this weekend all of a sudden. Someone get you a witness? <laughs> all right, you'll raise Ryan and be sworn, please. I do. You'll come around to the right and my left. I mean, your left, my right. Make sure you keep your voice up so the viewers can hear what you have to say. Sir. State, you may proceed. Thank you, Judge. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Could you please state your entire name and spell it for the court reporter? Dale Thomas Detter. First name spelled D-A-L-E. Middle name Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S. Last name And where are you employed, sir? City of Daytona Beach as a law enforcement officer. What's your job with the city? Currently, I'm assigned to the Criminal Investigation Division as a crime scene investigator. I'm Judge Dredd. I am the law. Oh man, I forgot to shave. Twenty-three years. Uh, all with Daytona Beach or with other agencies? All with Daytona Beach. No, sir. How long have you been in the crime scene unit? Uh, Full-time, about five years now. I did part-time for about a year and a half prior to that. Are you the hmm. detective in the crime scene unit? Yes, sir. 
Can you tell the jury what the responsibilities of a crime scene unit, your crime scene unit, are? Our main responsibilities are for documentation and collection of evidence. Do you guys ever know you uh, Not typically, no, sir. I have 400% volume, guys. Can you describe for the jury any specialized training you had in crime scene investigation? Uh, basic crime scene investigation training, uh, homicide investigations, uh, injury and death investigations. There was a forensic application of DNA, which relates to DNA with genealogy, and then some in-house training with different chemicals that we use, uh, super glue, fuming for latent prints, anhydrine, and uh, we use aluminum. That's a lot better, isn't it? No. Oh, that looks better, doesn't it? Yes, sir. Uh, we swab for DNA. We do not analyze the DNA. Uh, typically, we either right now I only have volume out of my left ear. Or there's different private labs. I don't know if that's I'm not plugged in correctly or what, but I only have left ear. Yes, sir. Um, for DNA processing and firearms, we typically send it to the uh, Orlando office. Occasionally, do you also utilize the? You got any good games, Baloney? Anything you played lately? Ballistics and/or latent print. Let's just talk a little bit about crime scenes generally. Uh, when you're called out to a crime scene, let's say, for example, two weeks out of Crazy, right? Um, what do you typically do to uh, Typically, when I arrive on scene, uh, it's already been cordoned off with crime scene tape. There's usually an officer or two there that are there for security reasons at the scene. I will get with either a detective or one of the first responding officers to kind of get a brief rundown of what may have transpired. From there, I will walk the crime scene, mark any items of evidence that, that I think are pertinent at the time. And then from there, I will begin photographing the scene and then eventually collecting the evidence. And when you collect evidence, like, let's say, uh, say you found a fire. Uh, typically, we will, if, if it's on the scene, if I don't have a firearm box with me, it will be put in an envelope, and once back at the police department, we will download it, put it into a firearm box, and then submit it into property and evidence. What about, say, you found an item of bloody clothing? How would you package that? Uh, typically, with items that are bloody, um, they need to be dried before they're packaged, otherwise they'll, they'll do and change. So we place them in a drying cabinet, and then once they're dried, they will be packaged. And do you occasionally, uh, when the case dictates it, full time on that unit? Yes, sir, we have. Yes, sir. I need a. Uh, I want to draw your attention mouse. to June 23rd now of 2021. Uh, were you still in the crime scene unit as a detective at that time? Yes, sir. And did you respond out to 133 Kingston Avenue? Yes, sir. The, that night of June 23rd? Yes, sir. As you already described for the jury, when you got there, did you get that general briefing? Yes, sir. I met with Officer or Sergeant Karcher and Officer Acosta. 
Clumsy, what's up? advised that uh, Officer Rayner had been shot and was transported to the hospital, um, and then we began our, our processing. So you had that knowledge you're going into a crime scene and involved in shooting? Correct. And was anybody working with you? Did you have anybody else? Uh, Officer Acosta. She was one of our part-time crime scene personnel. I really thought he was going to say she was one of our proctologists. <clears throat> I totally heard proctologist. Can you describe the, the crime scene in general? Clumsy, have you been in bed yet? Uh, it's a single building apartment complex with, with two stories. Uh, it's the rear parking area of that complex. Um, the whole area of the back parking lot, more to the, the east, I would say. How was the lighting back there? Uh, or it was dark towards the back part of the parking lot, and the, the lighting that was there was more up on the building. Did you have that? We brought one of our portable lighting systems. Were there also vehicles back in that parking lot still? There were a few, a couple of vehicles, yes, sir. Before going to, did, did you photograph the area? Yes, sir. Um, before going to those photographs, later on that night, did your agency use a, a drone to take some aerial photos? It's my understanding there was some drone work that was being done. And have you reviewed some photographs from that drone? Yes, sir. May I approach the witness, Your Honor? You may. Any objection? No objection Without objection, admitted as evidence. You may do so. Okay, you need to speak up though. You're going to step down, okay? Yes, sir. And have him stand on the right side here. So as not to block the jaws. And guys. We're gonna watch this. Some of the items, like where's the building in this photo? This is the drone the footage. We're gonna watch it along this, uh, without having this guy the, pointing around. He's pointing at like at and the bottom of the of your screen. Back right here now. behind the red car, is this the, the fence line back here? Yes, sir. There's some curbing here and then uh, a fence line as well. Okay, and so back here, fence line and curbing. This uh, is Officer Rayner's patrol vehicle. Had it been explained to you that Officer Rayner's patrol vehicle had been moved? Yes, sir. Is this the lighting that y'all brought down here at the bottom of the screen? Yes, sir. 
photograph two. Uh, does this just kind of look a little more to the which direction would this be? To my the right. east is here. This would be to the west, and then we're looking to the south. This photograph it takes a little more of the parking lot to the west. Correct. Again, this would be the building. Uh, the, the photo would be taken kind of from the eastern end of the parking area, looking towards the west. So again, if I go back to the previous photo. No, Gosney does uh, appellate work. This is the uh, uh, trial. The same red or burgundy vehicle? Yes, sir. And again, is this your illumination that you all brought? Correct. That being said, I'm also Again, not asking Gosney or talking to Gosney way anyway about this. Again, we're more towards the center of the parking area. I know he's um, down that area. towards the west. You just don't want to see. Again, this um, is the same room vehicle building over here. Uh, right. I think you have unclean hands. Again, this is illuminated by your lights, not by the lights from the apartment. Correct. So there's no, are there any street lights at that time that you recall being back behind the apartment? No, the only lighting I recall was the ones that were on the building. Such as this one here in the upper right of the screen. Yes, sir. Again, can you orient us in terms of direction of this photo? Again, this would be from the very eastern end of the uh, parking lot looking to the west. Um, to our right would be the building, Officer Rainer's patrol vehicle here on the bottom left. And do we get a better look here on the, the left side of the, the fencing and the shrubbery? the parking area? Yes, sir. The curb curbing here and then the shrubbery is actually on the fence. Photograph E, where's the camera kind of turned here? Uh, we're looking kind of more towards the building, um, again, facing to the west. And so the, the jury is aware, is this pathway here, is that one access point for vehicles to get back into the parking lot? Yes, sir. There's actually two. There's one on the western end of the building and then there's also one on the eastern end of so kind of right behind the drone, there's another roadway. Correct. And then Kingston would be on the exact other side of this building? Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. For now, you can return to the witness stand. Sure. Actually, Detective Detter, you could probably stay down. I'm sorry. This attorney looks like Clay Travis. Yeah. While you're down here, Detective, I'm going to show you State's Exhibit T. Let's flip through those.
detective, before we actually go into photographs, um, did you collect a gun belt and a firearm? That's a photograph, gun belt, and firearm. Yes, sir. Uh, where was that gun belt and firearm? It was in the trunk of Officer Rainer's vehicle. Was the firearm still in the gun belt? Yes, sir. Uh, was the clip over the firearm? Yes, sir. Did you also locate in that parking lot a, a hat? Yes, sir. Uh, did you collect that hat? We did. Did you photograph that hat? We did. You know, at this time, I would move to publish the last state's exhibit, which was 16 for the jury. You may proceed. First photo here, what are we looking at? This is Officer Rayner's patrol vehicle. And as previous pictures, it's in the southeast eastern portion of the parking lot. Yes. Again, this was after, as it had been told to you, it had been moved. Yes. Photograph B, what are we looking at here? This is a picture of Officer Rayner's trunk of the vehicle. I missed the, um, and we see the oh, the White Rabbit gives the membership. Thank you, White Rabbit. Radio, radio firearm, ASP. Um, and in that photo, that's always really visible right there. <clears throat> I will put the link oh, on the right. members see, section again, on my ASP, firearm radio. This is the What's community, called? community page. Yeah. Correct. Let me look it up. On photograph D. What are we looking at? Photograph D. Uh, this is just a closer up picture of the firearm that was holstered in the on the gun belt. And is this the strap that you previously testified about that was still over the rear of the firearm? Correct. Now photograph E. First, which where, where's the building compared to where you are taking this photograph? The building would be behind me and kind of going towards my right. And do we see Officer Rainer's vehicle again here? Yes, sir. And do we see, even though the color, we can't tell color, but do we see that maroon or red car? Uh, it's kind of over here in the middle of the photo on the, on the right. And some items are marked here. Um, what are these items back here against the curve? Uh, item A is, is where some of the items where they had treated Officer Rainer. Um, items of evidence that we located there were his nameplate. There's, we call them keepers, duty belt keepers, um, that attach to the gun belt, go over the gun belt, and keep them secure. Uh, there was, I believe, a credit card that was located there, and then there were two, a long sleeve shirt, and I, I think a white t-shirt that were bloody that were located there as well. Is this another angle of kind of the items, the area we were just looking at that you turn, I guess, to the, would be to the west? Correct. Again, items A and C that were in there, and then B is the hat that was located in the parking lot. And again, the same maroon car that we saw in the drone photos. Correct. Photograph G, kind of self-explanatory, but is the building to your right here? Yes, sir. That would be the building on the right. So you'd be looking directly westbound? Pretty much, yes, sir. So with these last three photographs, is it just you turning more westbound with each photo? Correct. To document the scene? Yes, sir. H, what are we looking at here? What direction? Um, what direction? Let's start with that. We would be looking in at southeasterly direction. Um, again, my back would be to the building. Um, 
the maroon car in view, items A and C in the hat P. Photograph I. Again, building behind me, and there's a uh, kind of more of a direct shot to the south of the, the placard and the items that are marked. Photograph J, what are we looking at here? Right, the link is uh, in the Again, this is page uh, for members, items marked with A. Officer Rainer's nameplate was found in here. There's a black credit card over here and the two the two shirts that were over here that were flipped. So is this the actual when you're talking about the curve? Are you referring to here? This would be the curbing okay, the that I would talk about, but there is some concrete block uh, against the fence line. So you've got some parking curbing and some concrete block against the fence line. Correct. And this fence line is right behind the concrete block with just shrubbery. Yes, sir. <coughs> Photograph K, what are we looking at? Uh, this is a photo of item B, the, the hat that was in the middle of the park. And detectives, this is typically how you photograph crime scenes. You start farther away and work in closer with your photographs. Yes. Thank you, Detective. Now you can go back to the witness for now. Now. Tom Gillis, hey guys, Tom's here. Got dogs running around. We know why Tom comes over here. Tom, I'm going to do a redhead stream. You're going to have to. Check it out. You're going to have to host it maybe for me. <laughs> uh, I hate the rain, dude. That reminds me, I got a yard to mow. And it looks like it's going to rain here. Yay. Do you recognize the item that's contained inside that bag? Yes, sir. What is it? It's Tom, this dude, Ozone Wallace, he, um, um, John Officer in Daytona Beach. It's his trial, but there's a constitutional uh, issue at uh, hand here. God, their volume sucks. That's a 500% volume, y'all. And Rabbit gifted memberships. Thank you, Rabbit. Guys, be sure to have your memberships turned on. I'm putting all the information over into Discord for this. Baker, maybe you could um, assist.
That is not uh, Ozone's hat, I don't think. I had turned it over to Captain Loomis, who was in turn going to be giving it to uh, DLE to have it processed. In regard to the duty belt and the firearm, did you collect those items? He said duty. Uh, they were locked, secured in the trunk of the car in our cruising garage. Uh, it was kind of being determined whether they were going to be doing a search warrant to get any of those items. Eventually, it was determined that they were not, and the duty belt was taken out of the vehicle and placed in the crime line. And can someone show you how a car gets from this location to its own police department or security? We have a contract record service, based on a record service. Typically, the vehicle is sealed, and then an officer detective will follow the vehicle back to our police department, and then it's placed in the garage to the security. And eventually, did you make a determination that no search warrant was necessary to get the belt out of the vehicle? Yes, sir. Uh, did you take the belt and firearm out of the vehicle? We did. And where did you put it after that? It was in the crime lab. And is that a secure location? Yes, sir. And do you recall, was there a reason why it didn't go to property and evidence right away? Uh, we were trying to make a determination of how we could best tag the items with all items intact. At a later time, to your knowledge, was the firearm taken out of the gun belt so it could be placed in security and properly held in the United States? Guys, please hit that like button for me. We've had 134 views and 31 likes. Ooh, if we break 100 today, we hit 60 yesterday. Let's try to hit 75. That was good. Ghost came back last night, y'all. To see it. Uh, it'd be awesome. That sound wonderful. Well, the duty belt. Why are they so interested in the duty belt? 
Without speculation, why are they interested? That was me that did a little skip. I was a uh, couple seconds behind where I adjusted my earphone. Alright, so this is more evidence. What is this? Show it to. The judge? It's a box. Oh, you were not in possession of the evidence while it was on the FedEx truck. I mean, what theatrics? That first night you're out there searching in the parking lot, uh, look for a shell casing. Yes, sir. Uh, at that time, did you all know whether or not a semi automatic firearm or revolver had been used in the crime? We did not. Do you know the difference between the two? Yes, sir. Can you explain to the jury why that would matter in terms of looking for a shell casing? Uh, typically, with a revolver, the, the bullets are in a cylinder on the firearm. Once the, the bullets are fired, this shell casing does not inject. It stays in the cylinder and then rotates on the next round to be used. The semi-automatic firearm, once you fire around, it actually extracts the, the shell casing. It comes out of the firearm and seats another bullet to be used in the crime. So if a revolver was used, would you expect to find a shell casing? No, sir. But the semi-automatic firearm would be used in this crime, would you expect to find a shell casing? We, we would hope to, yes, sir. Uh, did you spend quite a bit of time looking that night for a shell casing? We did. Was that fruitful in any way that night? That night, no, sir. Uh, did you do something about that the next day? Did you take another crack at it? Yes, sir. I had told Officer Karcher that I felt we needed to come back in the daylight hours with, with normal everyday lighting to have a better look at it. Um, once we came in in the morning, uh, we went down to the scene. A couple of detectives had, had arrived prior to me, uh, and then when I arrived. And were you able to, were y'all able to locate the shell casing? When I arrived on scene, Detective Toledo who advised me that she, she or they had found a, a casing. And did you do the same thing you did the next day? 
photos of the day that the casing was found of the parking lot and the casing. So these are the same time photos of the parking lot on one of those two That's correct. And also the same sort of Orient the jury in terms of where the building is. <coughs> this would be similar view, shooting due south, building would be the Photograph B, what direction are we looking here? Uh, this would be, I would be more on the eastern end facing towards the west. And what is this? That is where the showcase is located. That's where item A in previous photos had been marked, um, where the T-shirts and the nameplate and the credit card were located. So some of the bloody items you had collected? Photograph C, are we just kind of moving closer and closer to this placard one? Yes, sir. Finally, photograph D. What are we looking at here? Uh, closer up view of the shell casing marked by the placard one. Did you collect the shell casing, sir? Yes, sir. Did you package it in a manner that you've already described for the jury here today? Yes, sir. to be the shell casing recovered on that day on the board. And on the, on the back side of that, does that actually have the packaging in place the shell casing? Yes, sir. This would be our packaging with my property. The appropriate labeling for the item. Correct. Is there FDA tape on this item as well? It appears so, yes, sir. This item is going to FDA Yes, sir.
I said, you will have all these items with you when we deliver Thank you, sir. I just have one moment, John. Yes. Thank you, Detective. I'll tender the witness, Your Honor. Now. Defense, do you need the TV? Ready. Yes. Okay. Uh, Mr. Lewis. Yeah. Can you just go back to the beginning? Mm -hmm. You're fine. Which one do you want here? The, the, the nighttime. The drone. It'll go. Yep. Detective Dutter, how are you today? Pretty good, sir. You? Good. Um, you weren't the lead investigator on this case, were you? No, sir. Who was? I think it was Detective Denardi. Denardi? Okay. All right. And when you were there doing these drone photos, um, about what time was that? When the drone photos, we had already set up our lighting and stuff, so I would imagine 11 o'clock. Okay. So um, in the... This incident took place at roughly about 8.50. Does that seem right? From what I know, yes, sir. Okay. And would it would have been somewhat lighter at that point than it was when you arrived with it being just after the summer solstice? Yeah, I, w I would say depending on what time the sun goes down at that. Okay. All right. All right. And actually, if I could have you come down. Been talking with my mic on, on mute. Facts are the facts. We have video of uh, ozone coming out of the car uh, and nerfing the police officer. And or what else do you do, right? It's uh, I even have audio of him admitting to it on an Instagram. The question is going to be is on crime mapping, I believe. On it's a Fourth Amendment issue. It's becoming a hotter topic. Kind of like this stopping uh, uh, search. Uh, what was it in New York a few years ago? Yeah, stop and frisk. That's what they were. Uh, randomly and people on the side of the road. Like, there's an article. Uh, let's see here. It's by uh, Andrew Ferguson called Crime Mapping of the Fourth Amendment. And it talks about how there's an area in New York where every single person that lives in that area would have to have been stopped by the police at least once in the last year. There were so, they had stopped so many people uh, just because there was a high crime area. Uh, you know, I mean, Fourth Amendment, you have a right to uh, uh, be left alone with your, uh, your belongings, your uh, uh, papers and effects against unreasonable search and seizures. 
So whether or not this makes the Supreme Court, who knows? It could be. We could be in the ground level of something. That'd be very exciting. But is the guy guilty as far as the murder? Yes, probably. More than likely. Florida is the first time trying their new uh, death penalty. They'll, they only need, out of 12 jurors, they only have to have eight to get a conviction for death penalty. So that issue's up as well. And I bring this up. That photo, it's, it may be over here. Um, uh, Live stream napping is for winners. I cannot. <laughs> I'd love to. That'd be so awesome. I'd be doing that in court. You never did take a picture of the safety after the presentation. No, sir. Not paying attention to the chat. Is very typical. December 27th. No napping. Okay. All right. Um, you stated that uh, no you broke down all the items from the duty belt. When did you do that? I believe it was in March. In March of 2023. So, and, and how was the, uh, the duty belt stored in the evidence locker? In a... In I had the porn, yes. Just a paper bag? Yes, okay. And so it was stored with the... Uh, was a, the magazine was removed, I'm assuming, from the, the handgun while it was stored? No, it was, it was all intact. It wasn't... It wasn't touched until it was broken down. Okay. All right. So, so from June until March of 2023, you had everything that was involved yeah, in was the Nicholas Cruz duty belt Bobby. shoved in this uh, paper bag. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. And when you broke the, uh, the duty belt down, hey, Chris, which how was you in doing? March, um, did you examine all the items? I, I counted rounds. I looked at the items as I placed them into packaging. Okay. And in what position was the uh, safety latch for the taser? You don't recall? Um, when we were looking at the, uh, the video or the photographs up there of the drone footage from uh, that night, was, uh, was there an enough room and it's to look behind that maroon car it was fairly backed fairly far up against the uh the fence line in the, in the shrubbery but it could it could you've gone back and looked behind it I, I don't know if anybody attempted to okay. right. i have nothing else Sharon. Defense was asking about the drone photograph. Do you have your bone drone? I do not. 
did you observe any what appeared to be recent damage from a vehicle having struck this car that night? Not that I know that, no, sir. May I have one moment, Your Honor? Brahma, what's up? I love how I'm talking to you guys. And I have it on mute. I'm like this chair feels so good. My neck is so jacked out right now. Um, my neck, like this pillow, the way it holds under my neck, feels so good. Boy, wouldn't you be upset if your attorneys are joking and laughing right there with you, sitting there going, "Man, I'm going to, I might fry for this." Oh, what are they doing now? Jury's leaving. Oh, everybody's leaving. They're going to take a 10 minute break. That's about time for it. Okay, so. I'm caught up on everything. So what do you guys, what's the, um, what are the thoughts here? Anybody have a thought on this, a feeling? Do you understand what's, uh, what's important here? I mean, we know this guy. I mean, the evidence is the evidence. Okay. Make your decision based off that. Make your decision based off what they show. But what the question is for me, and I think we saw a little bit of it start going into it last night in the defense. I think today we'll start hearing this a lot because the defense has said from day one that this was a self-defense uh, uh, nerfing. All right. Oh, my watch. I charge that sucker. Um, so what that means is, well, I mean, what is self-defense? Actually, you know what? Let's do it self-defense. We all know what self-defense is, but let's get a, a language that we're all on the same page. Let's see if I like this one. Okay. So this is good. Self-defense is an accepted principle. The person has the legal right to defend themselves and then defend others. This is also true when the defense would normally amount to a crime. So that's the key language there. See, this is the hard part for me. Everything gets jumbled up here with the squirrels. But if you stay focused on that, it's the... What you're doing, what happened here, would normally be a crime. So, shooting the officer is a crime. 
they're claiming self-defense, saying that no, there was there's a, a reason why this isn't a crime. Um, and of course, specific laws uh, vary from state to state. Um, I hate articles mentioned standard ground law. Um, self-defense is using force or violence to protect oneself or a third person from imminent harm. That may be key. That's the language in Florida, imminent harm. Did Ozone feel he was in imminent harm? Um... In other words, the victim reasonably believes they're in imminent danger or imminent death, bodily injury, or seriously serious bodily harm. This definition may seem simple enough, but it raises many questions when someone uses it in real life. This is coming from findlaw.com. Courts struggle to determine the appropriate level of force or violence when a person defends themselves in reviews of uh, what is such appropriate levels of violence. Courts often consider the following. Uh, what if the victim of a violent crime provoked the attack? Uh, yes, you can uh, provoke an attack and end up using self-defense uh, as a defense. Did the perpetrator threaten to use deadly force or de a non-deadly force? Was the victim obligated to retreat from the violence or threat of imminent force? Did the victim have a reasonable belief or reasonable fear that the use of force against them was uh, imminent? Did the victim use reasonable force in response to the attack? And what protection exists for victims who feel on reasonable grounds that the threat exists when it does not? Um, anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of different standards for that, too. It's like, you know, was a, a per, uh, proportional response? Uh, are there any duties to retreat? Uh, imperfect self-defense? What is fear of harm? And was that a reasonable fear? Uh, there's a lot of questions to it. Anyway, um so if it was self-defense, why didn't he turn himself in immediately? Maybe, who knows? And we may never know if that's not brought up by the prosecution. I don't know what the exact list of uh, of um, charges are against Ozone. <laughs> Reasonable LOL force. Uh, it doesn't seem that deadly force was in play at the time. Uh, hey, uh, Nandor, how are you doing? I keep wanting to say Mandor whenever I see Nandor. Is it reasonable to shoot someone when they ask if you live somewhere? Was he in fear, though? Was he in fear that here comes a cop? Cop shows up, and maybe this is why they're talking about the duty belt, right? You have a gun. You have a taser. You have spray. You have a... Uh, Baton. You have Batman's utility belt. Think about that. So maybe that's part of the thing that the defense is trying to put into the minds of the jurors. Now, what this goes back to the Fourth Amendment is, is that you also, you there's no right to uh, 
Uh, I, I use this because this is just my own lazy brain talking, but like false imprisonment. There is a, that is a, a legal term. It's a legal doctrine and it can be enforced in certain things. I don't know if false imprisonment plays here, but my mind wonders. It's like, okay, so he's, he's detained. The dude is asked by the cop, what are you doing here? Normally you just, you don't have to talk to the police. You can end a conversation with the cops whenever you want to. Unless it's part of an investigation. What was he being investigated for? He was sitting in his car in a hypothetical, because that's all you really have. What makes this a high crime rate area? Does that mean that you and I can't go to these areas and sit there and have the same constitutional protections we would across the street that is not in the map? Guess what? The Constitution doesn't work that way. The Constitution, you have constitutional rights everywhere, not where your car is sitting at a certain time. That's like saying, well, you'd have self-defense if you had done this over here, but because you're in this high crime area, you don't have self-defense. It's a much bigger issue. This might be one of the bigger trials that you guys have ever seen. I don't know. I'm just speculating Talk to some people, and they see, oh, well, this could be a speculation. We don't know. We have to see how this trial comes out. You and this trial may be, this trial may end up, ozone's innocent. Bye. No constitutional issue. Nothing's ever brought up. Nothing's ever resolved. Let me just say, ah, he didn't shoot the cop. No, we don't see it. Never saw the evidence. Who knows what the jury's going to say. But if it does... And you guys got to play, you got to play uh, legal uh, hyperbole with me. You got to have that, you got to play uh, cloak and dagger. Uh, we're playing a mind game. This is all a, uh, uh, it's a hypothetical, all right? And what we're watching, though, is something that could become very important to, it could go to the Supreme Court. This could become very important to America. Look at New York. New York State had stop and frisk laws. Remember Rudy Giuliani was, you know, that's one of his big things. It lowered crime. It worked so well in New York. Then New York all of a sudden is like, no, you're disproportionately pulling over people the wrong color. That's racist. And so they got rid of it. Their crime rate started going back up. So... Where does that, you know, that that fruit of the poisonous tree, that low-hanging fruit, where is that planted? We get to sit here and we get to watch it with minds much smarter than us, people who have thought about this much longer than we have. I mean, it's uh, time in a courtroom. For every hour you spend in a courtroom, you could spend four to ten hours outside the courtroom, researching, studying, thinking, playing these games over and over in your head. You ever heard the term shower thoughts? That's what a shower thought is for me. I play out hypotheticals. I'm constantly thinking. I'm overthinking stuff. Sometimes I say something. My wife, she, she's a poor victim of this all the time. I will say something that sounds absolutely ridiculous to her. But it's because I'm trying to get just like a one phrase or one thought out of my mind and say something where I can have some sort of response back. 
and just let my mind just kind of bounce that idea around like a ping pong ball. Um, yeah, supposedly from what I, my understanding is he's sitting in his car and we all, Hey, look, Michigan law show, MLS, making law simple, David, whatever his name of the week is, he does this, this guy, this is part of what he does for practice is he studies, he researches, he does his work in a car. And I get that because I spent a lot of time. I, I lived in my car during law school. I mean, it sucked. And I'll never forget, I, I get to school one day and the power goes out. I have an exam. And I'm like, I need to study the exams in 12 hours or whatever it was. It was a long time. It was like at six o'clock that night or something. The school administration told me, go sit in your car. I said, I'm not comfortable in my car. I can't sit in my car in the sun for this long. Told me to roll down my windows. Isn't that nice? But I mean, that's all I had. That was my option. Yeah, I spend a lot of time. If I'm making a phone call, I'd sit in the car. It's comfortable. My seat's comfortable. It's the way I like it. I got the air conditioner or the heater. It's quiet. I feel like I could focus on the call. Sitting in your car. Not against the law. Unless you pull over and sit in your car at a certain place. You know where it could be? The mall. How many times do you see a car way far away from the mall? And there's somebody sitting in that car. It's usually like that, that one tree at the end of the parking lot. Someone's sitting there in the shade. They're typing away. They're doing their work. They might be in a high crime mapped area. And here come the cops. Uh, excuse me, uh, you work here? Can I see your ID? Well, I don't have my, I didn't know my new, again, this happened to me. Uh, I drove for like six weeks, no insurance, no proof of insurance. Because I'm an idiot. Bringing it from the car, house to the car, so difficult for me. Um... Anyway, sorry, I'm just kind of ranting here. Let me go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those days sucks. Suck. Studying is dumb. Yeah, I don't. I'm not big on it. Um. There you go. He's filming a mukbang video, right? Filling out his uh, paperwork when the popo came and harassed him. And here's something else. This is why they asked him about the bolo question all day yesterday. It's a be on the lookout. So the car they're supposed to be on the lookout isn't the car he had. Oh, here you go. We're back from our break. Okay, off. All right, you got your next witness? Yes, sir. All right. All right, here you go, guys. On this witness, there's going to be. 
What, what is? Surveillance. From what street? Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I can do that. You ask Elon Musk. He's hiring right now. The FAA just uh, shut him down. And it's video, correct? Yes, Your <clears throat> Ready for the jury? I got the defendant in? Yes. And it's present? Uh, please bring the jury. Are we done with it? Oh, you're going to use this again? Pennsylvania um, Spider-Man midget guy, uh, the guy who escaped from jail, he is now officially armed. They are now saying All right, some jury. I need, whoops, I need to order some WD-40. I'm glad you said that. <clears throat> so if you live in Pennsylvania, around the area where they're looking for... Uh, Donatello Cavalcante, or whatever his name is. Uh, he is a bad hombre and no mas amigo. I've been learning Spanish listening to the white rabbit. The jury is present. You may be seated. State called no your next witness. More picante. You have to sing a lot in Spanish. Blue dog wants in. I do. You'll come around here. Oh, this is a perfect way of saying it, Tree of Liberty. Yeah, I don't have time to hate somebody. We proceed. Oh, Thank you, Your Honor. Well, this guy looks. Good morning, like... sir. You're a little soft-spoken, so you might have to just speak up or lean into that mic a little bit. We're on okay? the center. I don't have time to uh, worry about what your color skin is. I would like to go to the tanning bed, though. William Garrett Nipper Jr., W-I-L-L-I-A-M-G-A-R-R-E-T-T-E-K-N-I-P-E-R. Somebody please tell me this guy's a rocket surgeon. Hey, Mr. Nipper, uh, how old are you, sir? 38. Uh, what city and county do you live in? Daytona Beach, Volusia County. 110 Kingston Street. Is this a house, an apartment? It's a two-story house. Two-story house. Do you rent it? Yes. And were you living in that same house back in June of 2021, sir? Yes. Are you familiar with the apartments located in one Yes. In relation to your house? Where are they? Uh, perpendicular. Perpendicular, so they're across 
Yeah, at an angle. Yes. And back in June, early summer, spring of 2021, there have been um, some incidents that were happening over at 133. Uh, with all the apartments on that street. So They're going to build up the crime thing. Yes. Did this include some shootings? Uh, several. Uh, did your house actually get damaged by some of these shootings? I've repaired nine bullet holes in a matter of six months that year. Did you end up that year getting some surveillance equipment? Yes. Uh, where did you get that surveillance equipment? Off of my phone. How many cameras did you get? Eight. Eight cameras. Amateur. Yes. After you installed them, did you ever have any issues with them? No. No malfunctions, anything like that? No. The date and time on the cameras, is that closely accurate or not exact? Yes, it's normally within an hour or so of the actual time. If you wanted to see some video from one of your cameras, how would you access it? I have a wireless mouse, and I have my own dedicated TV for it in the house. Dedicated TV for it in the house? What was the, after a certain number of days, would old footage be deleted? I have it set I'm to reset once right a week so at once a my week. designated time. Yes, yeah, I'm sorry. I have it set at a designated time once a week to reset itself. So basically, go back in time up to seven days? Yes. I want to draw your attention to June 23rd of 2021. Um, that night, early morning, did uh, law enforcement come to your home? Uh, that night. That, why were they? Do you know why they were coming there? Uh, apparently an officer had been shot at one of the apartments. And and why were they interested in your house? Because I have some of the only surveillance footage on the street. Okay. And did they want to copy or want to view your surveillance video? Yes. Uh, did you pull the video up for them? Yes. And did you provide them the, uh, the video surveillance that they asked for a copy of? Yes, I let them take the whole hard drive for 48 hours. And then they gave it back afterwards? Yes. Okay. Can I approach the witness, Robert? Me. You did not have my hard drive. It's mine. It's your signature. Have you watched the contents of that CD? Yes. Uh, does that contain a portion of the surveillance video that you provided to law enforcement? Yes. Uh, other than being shortened, was it altered in any way? No. Sarah, who states all of our identification and evidence is the next number exhibit? Any objection? Without objection, admitted as evidence. May do so. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna get ready for you. Can you go to the next one? Mm -hmm. 
Before I start playing this, Mr. Nipper. Um, okay. What camera in your house are we looking at here? Uh, got one of the ones on there. the front porch, and it faces to the west up Kingston, facing towards Ridgewood. A lot of potted plants. And it's just uh, the far west of the apartment, 133 Kingston, this complex here? Yes. And it's uh, an access road to the parking lot behind on this far west side? Yes. And, and another access road between these two buildings back to the parking lot as well? Yes. Okay. Would you like me to read the instruction? Yes. All right, members of the jury, you're about to view audio an audio rec audio recording. The court instructs you that the recordings have been edited to eliminate irrelevant portions that would not add to your understanding of the case. The fact that the recording has been edited should not concern you in any way and must not impact the way you view and consider this evidence. You may proceed. Thank you, Your Honor. Just one more question, Mr. Nipper. This right? Yes. I think it was an hour off at that time, okay. roughly, so that's probably around 7. But it's a good depiction of the area during the daytime. Yes. Yes.
Sir, I have no further questions for you. All right, thank you. Any cross-examination? <clears throat> Mr. Nipper, um, did you uh, know Wolf of Wallace? No. No? You ever see him around at all? Not really. I don't go on that side of the street. Okay. Right. And you said there were <laughs> a, lot of, uh, the a lot of things going That's on the high crime time, gunshots and things like that. Yes, the apartments were known to have drive-bys during broad daylight. I've had to break up in my own front yard because I have bigger guns in my house after my years of service. Do you say I have bigger guns in Never my house? Never have to break up a gunfight involving Opal Wallace? No, I do not know him. Ever have to encounter with Wallace? I have bigger guns in my house. I love this dude. Florida man is awesome. Any redirect? No, Your Honor. May the witness be excused? Yes, Your Honor. Defense? Yes, sir. Florida man's like, I've got guns to go clean. Florida man, you are our hero. I'll see, call your next witness. All right, so I have put a part of his, that video surveillance in the Discord. So you guys in there, you can anybody can put anything they want to. If you have evidence or anything from the the this uh, trial or questions or anything, put it all in there, and then we'll have something coming towards the end. And we're gonna save this. Because if there is that future issue where it becomes a constitutional or a death penalty appeal case, we'll be able to come back to this. If it becomes a death penalty appeal case, you guys need some, I'm going to have to show you, drop some links to some books for everybody. Good morning, ma'am. Good morning. Good morning. Could you please state your entire name and spell your last name for the court reporter? My name is Corey Crumbly, C-O-R-E-Y, C-R-U-M-B-L-E-Y. Crumbly, like a cookie. I work for the Florida Department of Law Enforcement in Orlando, and I'm assigned to the biology section. How long have you been with FDLE? 21 years. Can you just take the jury briefly? <laughs> I started out as a forensic technologist, and that was just a laboratory support staff position. Put I made reagents. Put questions I assisted there. analysts in casework, handled maintenance and quality control. After about three and a half years, I was promoted to crime laboratory analyst, where I completed an approximately year-long training program that consisted of extensive reading, laboratory exams, written exams, oral exams, supervised casework, a mock trial, and a qualifying test. And then in 2017, I was promoted to senior crime laboratory analyst, which is the position that I hold now. What is a crime laboratory on a day-to-day -day basis? I perform independent casework, I, I train other analysts, and I'm also the CODIS administrator. I play with stuff that's sticky and gooey. When you say casework, are you talking about DNA and Yes, STR, short tandem repeat DNA analysis. Could you tell the jury what training you have in conducting DNA analysis? Oh, Chris. I have it's... that year-long training program that I just explained, 
and then every year I am required to, I'm acquired to participate and complete approximately eight hours of external training. I read journal articles, I attend conferences and I read journal and, articles. Um, complete FDLE training I to keep abreast articles. of current technologies and to learn new methodologies that are in, implemented into the laboratory. The field of DNA, it's kind of always changing, getting yeah. better. Yes, it's always getting better. New chemistries, better instrumentation in order to perform the testing. Now, does FDLE have proficiency testing? Yes. What's proficiency test? A proficiency test is a test that I take twice a year that demonstrates that I'm competent and able to perform the testing properly, and it also tests the laboratory procedures that I use every day to perform the testing. Is it twice a year you do that? Twice a year. <laughs> Other analysts within your laboratory do that as well? Rabbit. Everyone that is involved in independent casework participates in proficiency testing. And have you testified before as an expert in the field of DNA? I've never rendered an opinion before in the field of DNA identification. Yes, I have. How many different times do you think you've rendered opinions in court? Approximately 50 times. Your Honor, I ask at this time this witness be allowed to render an opinion related to forensic biology to this jury. This is going to be my so quote. What are you an expert in? I watch YouTube and read articles. May proceed. Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, Ms. Crumley, can you tell the jury what DNA is? DNA is your genetic blueprint. It comes from, half of it comes from your mother, half of it comes from your father. Your DNA oh, no, profile not is determined at and it remains part. the same. God, I hate lifetime. this. Is each person's DNA unique to that person? Unless you have an identical twin, uh, your DNA would be unique for the markers that I test for. And can you tell the jury where generally DNA can be found from a person? On the gum, on the bottom blood, of your shoe. Semen, saliva, skin cells, semen. bone, tissue, and hair. She said semen. Can you describe for the jury the process that you go through to process a DNA sample? The first step is DNA extraction. That's where I use heat and chemicals to break open the cells and get the DNA out. The next step of the process is called quantitation. That test just tells me how much DNA I have recovered from that extraction process. I need to know how much DNA I have to move forward in the process. The next step is called amplification. During that step, I perform what's called the PCR test, the polymerase chain reaction. That allows me to target and copy the DNA at all of the locations that I test for. I only need to test the DNA where it is unique individual to individual so i'm only looking at specific sections or portions of the dna the next step is dna analysis that's where any dna that i have obtained through the process is detected i'm able to visualize the dna profile and then make comparisons between dna profiles from evidence in the case to dna profiles from known reference samples in the case now when you say known re reference samples Typically, I get a, what's called a buckle swab. Essentially, the collection of that involves taking a cotton tip swab. It looks like a Q-tip that you see every day, probably in your own homes and use. Uh, and it is placed inside the mouth, and a sample is collected from the inside That's where she of the, gets the semen from. to collect cells that can be used uh, to test for DNA. 
And once I have a DNA profile, that gives me a DNA profile for a particular individual that I can use to compare to unknown samples from evidence to determine who may or may not be a donor. And you're not Yes. Do you also at times receive uh, for a known to get a known stain, um, blood stain card? Sometimes it's a blood stain card, yes. A blood stain card is a piece of filter paper where blood from a particular person is spotted onto the card. Since that blood is correct, collected directly from an individual the same way that a buckle swab is, it can be used as a known reference sample for comparison if a DNA profile is obtained. And is a blood stain card more common, say, if the person whose DNA is becoming known to be your deceased? Yes. That's correct. And the process you described, the, kind of the four-step process of your testing, is that commonly accepted within the scientific community? It is. Now in this case, it relates to this case, were you a senior crime laboratory analyst back in June of 2021? Yes, I was. Were you only initially involved in this case at the very beginning? Yes. I received a phone call late in the evening on June 24th uh, from command staff at FDL in Orlando requesting that I come in and work a particular item of evidence rush. And I was available, so I went in to work it. At a later time, after you worked these initial items, did another analyst handle the rest of the case? Yes. And who was that? Uh, that was Senior Crime Laboratory Analyst Tim Petrie. Same job as you? Same job Tim as me. Tim Petrie. Uh, what items Petri did you receive uh, in the initial, uh, initial, initially from Daytona, sorry? I received a hat and uh, clothing represented as being from Officer Jason Rayner. And did you examine, which of these items did you examine? I examined only the hat. Yes, when I opened up the evidence to examine the hat, I saw two hairs, I collected those. I performed a microscopic exam on those hairs to determine if they were suitable to be sent forward for DNA testing, and they were not. Why weren't they suitable to be sent forward for DNA testing? Hairs suitable for DNA testing have to contain a root, and that root has to be a live root. Based well, on the microscopic, microscopic exam that I performed, the hairs did not meet that criteria, like so it? they were not moved forward for DNA. And what about the hat? How do you go about processing I think I want hat one. for DNA? So when it comes to a hat, why. the first thing I'm going to do, of course, mm. is to look at it I for stains. If I see any stains of significance, I may collect samples from, from those stains for DNA testing. Uh, there were How would no you compare stains. it size-wise it, it to the dirty, uh, but there were no Nintendo biological Switch. stains that I could see on the hat. So the next uh, step would be for me to focus on who may have been wearing the hat. So I collected what I call a sample for wearer. When an individual wears an item of clothing, the skin comes in contact with that clothing, and there can be a transfer of skin cells to that item. 
I wanted to collect samples of those potential skin cells and send those forward to DNA analysis in order to attempt yeah. to obtain a That's DNA another profile. question. Can you use so the, uh, the hat, uh, Xbox hat, cloud the gaming? That's that really what I want to do. Is the inside band I want to be able to play Gears of War on the, road. on the road. Your head, with your head as you're wearing it. So I took a cotton tip swab, again, similar to a Q-tip. I moistened it with some deionized water and I rubbed that swab along the inner band of the hat in order to transfer any DNA uh, that may be on the hat to the swab, and I sent the swab forward for DNA testing. And did you take that swab through the same process you already described? I did. And what were the results of your analysis of that swab? I obtained a mixed DNA profile consistent with two individuals. Uh, one of those donors was consistent with being a male individual and the data was suitable for comparison. Mixed DNA profile is a DNA profile that contains DNA from more than one person. And now at this point, so you've got a mixed profile, at least two contributors, you Yes, it was consistent with two people. And suitable for comparison? Yes. Do you have anything to compare it to? No, I did not have anything to compare it to. Was that all of the testing you did in this case? Yes. The rest of the work was performed by uh, senior crime laboratory analysts. It's always a mouthful. Uh, Petrie? Yes, it was. May I have one moment, Your Honor? Yes. He nerfed a cop. And it was, you're saying now that it's uh, self-defense. Self-examination. Okay, that's the defense for uh, ozone. Uh, but the bigger question here uh, is, well, it's, if this is a death penalty case, so if he's convicted, the next phase will be the death penalty. Uh, so uh, the automatic appeal there. And um, uh, also, there's, this brings up a lot of Fourth Amendment issues that need to be addressed by the court. Good morning, ma'am. Good morning. That involve uh, There are crime numerous mapping. ways in which a person can transfer DNA. And you can find all the information uh, on the Ozone Wallace yes. uh, thing in uh, the Discord, yes. in the experts' Discord. Yes. Shedding hairs. Shedding hairs. It? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, when we're talking about touch DNA, is are any of those combinations existent when a person were to touch a substance and DNA would be left behind? Or is there some other chemical that would leave DNA when a person touches the substance? It would depend on if what something was on ACES, that person's hands. Uh, game model thing. Like saliva, if you bite right? your fingernails or something like that. There may be saliva on your hands that could be transferred as you touch an item. But typically, when you touch something, it would be a skin cell transfer based on the contact that was made Gula with that particular is. item. Thank you. And out, certainly you'd perform some analysis to a hat, right? Yes. And a hat's an article of clothing? It is. Uh, so we can assume that there would be other articles of clothing which DNA can be detected from? Yes. An officer's uniform for one of them? Yes. Um, and in terms of DNA, if DNA exists on a particular item, we don't know when the DNA was there. We just know that it was there. Is that correct? That's correct. But are there any methods that you're familiar with that would allow an analyst like yourself to determine when DNA um, is present or when DNA? Uh, it's like the Brave browser is so much better. No, the testing that I perform only tells me what DNA is present on the sample that I perform the testing on. It does not tell me when it was deposited or in what manner it was deposited. Okay. And 
the fact that you didn't perform any uh, analysis as to the officer's clothing means that you have no testimony to provide about whether Mr. Wallace's DNA was present on the clothing. Would you agree with that? Yeah, that's true. Nothing further. All right, can you redirect? No, you're not. May the witness be excused? No, you're not. Defense? Yes. Okay, you're released from the subpoena. You're free to go. Next witness? Yes, You can follow follow the deputy over here. You may have a seat. Make sure you speak loud and clear into the microphone so everyone can hear what you have to say, okay? You may proceed. Thank you, Judge. Good uh, morning, sir. Dad? Also with uh, gentrification. It's weird, right? There's some stuff going on that you need to get away. So who are you profiling? Right. 
Don't get involved. Yeah, we're at five hundred percent volume. Did he uh, eventually? Did you receive a phone call, or did you try calling that day again? I did not. So did he try and call? I think he did, but I did not answer the phone. Right, but did he call you? He didn't answer. Yeah, I just shut my phone down. Remember, uh, this one may have better volume. I'm sorry. Overall. They was trying to leave. Just may approach the witness. You may. Sir, do you remember? Yeah, maybe I did. Okay. I'm going to approach and show you some of the words that are right now outside of the order. Just to see if it refreshes your memory. If you could just read from two through five, see if it helps refresh your memory. said something to that effect. Okay. Thank you, sir. Can I have a moment, Judge? Yes. No further questions, Judge. Okay. Any cross-examination? No, Your Honor. May the witness be excused. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you are released from the subpoena and free to go. State your next witness. What about the Logitech G Cloud? Tree of Liberty or Bobby Bologna? If you want to take a stretch, but you're welcome to stand up. The ghost likes the G Cloud. Yeah, defense. Don't want to have that guy blow it all. No questions. Uh, the same we call him Robert Stafford. He's on his way up. <laughs> I'm a kid. I'm sorry.
Well, he's pounding on that camera or camera on that. Did you find the drink suitable to your taste? Yeah. Everyone okay? All right. Is that drink suitable to your taste? I love this judge. Is a creamer the one that you were looking for? Oh, it was not. Oh, which one were you looking for? <laughs> okay. Sorry, I had to guess. It was Walmart, and it was early. What a cool judge! What did you say it was? Amaretto. Oh, I can't even pronounce that. <laughs> ah! If you run out, let me know, okay? Yeah, we'll just stop the trial with this death penalty trial for your um, uh, caramel amaretto dairy creamer coffee. Ah! This dude's awesome. This chair feels so much better leaning back like this. Where's mine? Oh, well, there it goes. Un momento, por favor. Now. I didn't do it. Restroom, now be the time. I'll be right back. I'm going to get a refill. Okay, stand by. Stand by for a moment.
Okay, come forward. You'll raise your hand and be sworn, please. I do. Oh, deputy over here. It's Steve-O from um, Jay Springer. Make sure you speak loud and clear into the microphone so everyone can hear what you have to say. You may proceed. Thank you, Judge. Uh, good morning, sir. My name is Robert Stafford. It's S T A F F O R D. What do you do for work right now, uh, Mr. Stafford? I'm currently a student. Um, Are you, did you, uh, were you a law enforcement officer before? I was. Did you retire from that? Um, I kind of moved on to greener pastures. I'm, uh, I moved out of state. Yes, sir. Well, let's talk about uh, vaccinating uh, June of 2021. What were you working at the time? Uh, the Alachua County Sheriff's Office. Uh, what's the patrol captain in our patrol operations division? Tell us a little bit about your career here, law enforcement um, I started as a dispatcher working for the Williston Police Department, um, kind of a 911 operator there. Um, put myself through the police academy and became a police officer for them for about a year. Um, and then from there, I moved to the Levy County Sheriff's Office, where I worked for about two years and uh, moved over to the Alachua County Sheriff's Office where I worked for 19 years. Can I get you to stand behind the microphone, please? Yes, sir. Thank you. What was your responsibilities as a patrol captain back then, sir? Um, daily operations of our patrol division, um, just ensuring that the deputies had all the equipment that they needed, um, overseeing um, just our, our normal day-to-day um, -day operations, um, making sure that the chips were filled, making sure we had proper staffing, um, handling complaints that came in from you know citizens and, and others, um, and just taking care of our employees and the, and the community. Yes, sir. Uh, if I could bring your attention now to, it would have been June 26th, 2021, somewhere around 4.30 p.m. Uh, that day. Uh, did you receive any calls or, or any information that caused you to start looking for a vehicle? I did. Can you, you tell us what, what call you received and what, what you started to look for? Um, one of my previous assignments with the Alachua County Sheriff's Office is I was assigned to our war bureau, where I was dual sworn with the um, U.S. Marshal Service as one of their special investigators. And I received a phone call from um, the U.S. Marshal Service, the Deputy Marshal that handled our area for that fugitive task force, and he gave me some information to look for a vehicle. Do you remember what kind of vehicle you were asked to look for? It was a 2016 um, Honda HRV. Was it gray in color? It was. Did, did they give you any guidance about where you might look for it, or did you take that upon yourself to just look around? He gave me a, a kind of a, a rough corridor to look in. Um, in, in Gainesville, I-75 runs right through the center of our county. And it was the area of Newberry Road, which is State Road 26. It's around the Oaks Mall, um, kind of back. It's about a, probably a square mile around that, that area. Does my approach the witness? May. I'm gonna show you what Mark states why for identification. Take a moment and look at these uh, two areas. 
It is. They look accurate from maps and symbols. Without objection, admitted as evidence. Do so, but make sure you speak up loud. Okay, you can stand on this side. I can have you stay up there, um, showing you what's 23B. Um, can you just uh, orient the three at the levels of the map real quick? So the I-75 is the, the Straight Road Jeff. Is that where the Oak Small would be, somewhere in that area? Yeah, Oak Small is. Did you begin to uh, look at those areas for the vehicle? I did. Tell us what procedure you utilized to start looking for the vehicle. Um, so the areas that I was looking in were large parking lots, an area where you're working with the Transitioned over to the other side, I-75, um, where it's several hotels, which is a lot of vehicles, and then um, there's a kind of a strip business where there's a bunch of uh, Home Depot and a lot of small businesses, um, furniture shops, things like that. Did you have the license plate number? Taco Bell time already. If I can have you just stay up here for the next. Press the witness, Judge. I'm going to show you what's marked as states Z. What's this map for? 
So I'm going to show you what's in evidence as states 24A. So if you can just illustrate uh, to the uh, jury what this is that we're looking at, and then we'll talk about if you found anything here. This is the strip of businesses that I was referring to earlier. This is the Home Depot, um, the furniture store in here, as well as the other store, some other things going farther in. Did you have an opportunity to go through and, and look at uh, the parking lot? Did you see a vehicle that possibly could have been the vehicle you were looking for? Can you tell the jury where you were when you saw that and what you had to do? Um, I entered in, in the drive um, through the center drive here. I made a left and went down the back side of the block. And I saw the vehicle parked approximately in this area. That had me just some of the other side of the next slide. That's I'm going to show you what's 24B. Is this a frontal view of, of we were just talking about right here, that area, that front view? Tell us where the, the car was parked and how it was parked, sir. Um, it was three spots in from, from the edge, back all the way up against the When you say back up against the bushes, was the license plate uh, concealed where you weren't able to see it at that point? When I drove, Are those chickens? Those chickens? Do you remember um, what what the license plate number was? And, uh, I could refer to my notes. I know yeah. it was a California um, plate. A lot of fresh memory, sir. Yeah. It was um, seven NTX five three two, and it was California. California, yes, sir. So once you uh, verified it was the vehicle, what, what did you do next? Um, at that point, I retreat, retreated back to my vehicle and then I drove back around to the front um, and was on the other side of that, and I see a little grass area where the power pole is, kind of directly in front of it. Right here? Yeah, I drove on the other side of that um, and contacted our dispatch center and, and notified them that I'd located the vehicle and um, asked for them to dispatch a couple of deputies to my area. Did you um, basically at that point were you securing the vehicle and keeping contact? Yes, I was just um, keeping distance because I didn't know, you know, 
what may be going on inside the vehicle. So I just stayed back from it, contacted some other deputies before we approached it. Did um, other deputies arrive to assist you? Yes. Once they arrived, um, did you guys Yeah, I um I had one of our canines come around. Um, we knew the vehicle was going to be taken back as evidence to the sheriff's office and be put inside of our secure storage, which is inside of our sheriff's office. So I had one of our canines come around. That is a um, bomb detection um, canine, just to walk around the vehicle, just to make sure there wasn't anything explosive inside. Once you cleared the vehicle, made sure it was safe. Was that vehicle um, then sealed up? And it was. When you, when, you, when you saw the vehicle that day, did you see anybody inside of it or, or anyone around it that night? No. The, the initial, when we initially approached it, um, all the windows were up, the doors were locked. Um, we didn't see anything inside of it or anyone inside of it. Um, so then we just proceeded from there. And, and just sort of clear, this was on uh, June 26th. May I have just a moment, Judge? No further questions, Judge. Morning, Mr. Stafford. Morning. Um, you said that you'd uh, received a call that they wanted you to look for a 2016 gray Honda HRV. Is that correct? That's correct. All right. And then when you were searching around, it's not up there anymore. But when you were searching around, you found the uh, vehicle that matched that in the Home Depot parking lot. I did. All right. And from there, just to you, you pulled up a image of it on a website or you know internet just to confirm what it looks like. Um, previous to to my search, I pulled that the, just an image of what that vehicle looked like, so I kind of had an idea of what I was looking for before I started searching. And you knew absolutely that it was an HRV, right? Yes. Okay. So if, when you went up and you look at the car and it's a different model, you can say, well, yes, it was similar, but it's not the right model. So you would have gone on elsewhere, right? Okay, and then um, once you did see that it was an HRV, you uh, you then walked Remember, around. Remember, a CRV and HRV. The only difference is one's a hybrid. The, uh, the, in fact, the car that they wanted you to look for. Correct. All right. And all you had to do was walk around the car and look at the license plate. I had to actually go around to the back because it was backed into the bushes. Mm -hmm. I couldn't see the plate from the sides, so 
So I had to go around to the other side of the bushes and pull the bushes out of the way in order to see the plate. But you were able to see it, right? Um, once you pulled it away. Yeah, once I pulled it away, it was it unobscured it. And then uh, when you had everybody else come in with the K9, all that, you, did you do any searching of the vehicle? Okay. Collect any evidence? I have nothing else, John. Thank you. Any redirect? No, sir. You can be excused. From the subpoena? Yes, sir. Okay, you're free to go. You're releasing the subpoena. Thank you, Florida. The next witness might take us a little bit into the lunch hour, but we'll accommodate for that. Okay, call your next witness. loud and clear into the microphone so they can hear what you have to say, okay? Yes, sir. May I inquire, Judge? You may proceed. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Could you please state your entire name and spell it for the court report? Oh. Sure. Uh, David Denardi, D-A-V-I-D, Denardi, D-I-N-A-R-D-I. What is your current occupation? I'm a sergeant detective with the Daytona Beach Police Department. How long have you been a police officer with Daytona Beach? A little over 17 years. Were you anywhere else before Daytona Beach? Yes, I was a Boston police officer for nine years. How long have you been in the robbery homicide division, sir? I was in the robbery homicide division seven years as a detective, and I'm, I've now been there two years as the supervisor. At the time of this incident back in June of 2021, were you there in your capacity as a detective? Yes. It's somewhat self-explanatory, but what types of cases does robbery homicide handle? The robbery homicide unit uh, investigates robberies, homicides, uh, missing people, uh, and any other deaths uh, that occur outside the um, care of a doctor. How many detectives are typically in the robbery, robbery homicide division? There are currently five full-time detectives and three part-time three part detectives as well. 
Does the robbery homicide unit have access to a crime scene investigation unit? Yes. When robbery homicide gets a new case, so new robbery, new homicide, um, is one detective typically assigned as the lead detective to the case? Yes, sir. But when a detective is assigned to a case, do so they do every single thing that has to do with that case? No. How does it work? When a lead detective is assigned, does he rely on his other detectives to carry out investigative leads as well? Yes, absolutely. Um, what, like, like you said, while there is one detective who is assigned as the lead detective, we do operate and function as a team. Um, so when possible, we all respond to the scene and then we all work together as a team. Is there typically an on-call detective from the division? Yes. Down. And going back to June of 2021, when you were a detective in that division, um, <laughs> were you the on-call detective on June 23rd? I was, I was the on-call detective that week, and then I was also working at the time of the incident. So you were working nights that week? Yes, I was. Does Tom Gillis know this? And did you become the lead detective in this case? Yes, I did. You know Tom Gillis. When and how were you first notified of Officer Rayner being shot? I was first notified when, like I said, I was working that night. Um, Officer Rayner was shot and killed in District 2, and I was in District 1 at the time, so I was on a different radio channel. But I believe um, almost, you know, very quickly, the, the dispatcher on the Channel 1 radio um, said something about an officer being down hey, in District Kegrove. 2. Um, and did you actually go out to 133 Kingston? Yes, I did. Oh, that feels like it. Oh, my gosh. Can you describe that, that building generally for the jury? Sure. 133 Kingston Avenue is a, a two-story apartment complex. It is uh, kind of like a, a, a light yellow in color. Uh, like I said, it's two stories. Um, there are 12 apartments um, in, in total in the building. There's um, six apartments that face the, the front of the building and then six that face it's the rear, awesome. three on each floor. I put my feet up. How long after the actual shooting do you think you got there? Um, I probably got there approximately five minutes after the shooting. Were there other officers already on scene? Yes. Uh, was Officer Rayner still there? Yes, he was. What was going on with him when you arrived? Um, when I arrived, um, he was being, uh, there were several officers around him trying to help him. And I believe the, uh, the ambulance had just shown up as well. So they were trying to, to tend to Officer Rayner. Were you there when Officer Rayner was taken away in the ambulance? Yes, I was. In terms of resources at the location, did you have multiple detectives at your uh, disposal that night? Yes, sir. Oh, this is so much better. After Officer Rayner was transported by emergency responders, what was your focus? This. What was the number one priority at that point in time? The uh, most important thing right there was to, uh, to figure out what had happened and who had, uh, who had shot Officer Rayner was our priority. And what was the most important piece of evidence you had at that point in time? The most important piece of evidence was Officer Reyna's axon camera. And do you know as the lead investigator what happened to his axon after he was transported to the hospital? Yes, the axon was brought to the beachside precinct where it was, um, where it was docked so that the camera footage could be uploaded uh, and then viewed by investigators.
So that was disseminated to various uh, investigators with your agency after it was docked and downloaded? Yes. Did you have an opportunity to review that video? Yes, I did. Was the person who shot Officer Rayner clearly depicted in that video? Yes, he was. Was the front of his vehicle clearly depicted in that video? Yes, it was. And how did you use that video to aid in your investigation and in contacting members of the community that night? Uh, the Axon, um, several wow. screenshots were taken from that video, a screenshot that clearly showed um, the suspect's face, and then a screenshot was also taken that clearly showed the suspect's vehicle. And then those screenshots go. were, um, we used them when we conducted the, oh uh, the multiple neighborhood yes. canvases that we, um, that we took part in. Yes. Witness, John? Yes. Oh, man. Why did I do this for the first year and I didn't have a camera on? Seven. There we go. Sweet. Is that one of the screen grabs that you use? Uh, <sighs> no, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. <laughs> yes, sir. Is that the one of the person of the vehicle? This is the one of the vehicle. All this is because I have a pinch in my neck. Yes, it does. Showing you the composite. There's two photographs. Oh, that's so awesome. Now I need a better keyboard one? setup. Yes, I do. Uh, what is that? Uh, this is a screenshot from Officer Reyna's uh, body, uh, body ward camera that depicts the suspect of the person who shot and killed him. Was that one of the other photographs you used to show the members? Yes, it was. Is that Darth Hitty? You said you had, you did a neighborhood canvas. Who did this neighborhood canvas? Multiple, uh, multiple officers and detectives. I mean, what is it? Is it just pretty much knocking on doors? Yes, and just um, just knock on doors, just try to find any potential witnesses. And that, that include all the apartments at 133 Kingston? Yes, sir. I want to ask you about 133 Kingston. Was there any surveillance cameras uh, or video that showed the back of the parking lot where Officer Rayner was shot? No, there was not. To your knowledge, did one house actually have surveillance video from across the street? Yes. Uh, do you recall that address? Yes, 110 Kingston Avenue. And was that video surveillance collected by your fellow investigators? Yes, sir. And what about in terms of contacting the residents at 133 Kingston? Did you all have any luck there on your neighborhood canvas? Yes, we did. And what person was it that was contacted? Uh, Taisha Lewis. And do you know who first spoke with Ms. Lewis? Yes, Detective Mary Toludo. And did Detective Toludo tell you about her conversation with Ms. Lewis? Yes, she did. Did you end up also making contact with Ms. Lewis? Yes, I did. And did you interview Ms. Lewis? Yes, I did. And did you show Ms. Lewis anything? Yes, I did. Uh, does that include Me. Yes, sir. Both of those. First eight, seven. Can you just hold that up for the jury so they know what I'm talking about? 
That's a photograph. Step aside. Yes, this is the photograph of the vehicle. Was she able to identify whose vehicle that was? Yes. Whose was um, That was the vehicle used by Ophel Wallace. And did you also show her state's tape? We pulled that out for the jury against Ophel Wallace. Yes, I also showed Ms. Lewis this photograph. Did she know that person? Yes. Who was that person? Uh, she identified this person as Ophel Wallace. Once you had Mr. Wallace identified from the video, what did you do with this information? Once Otha Wallace was identified, um, our shift then focused on um, doing an extensive background history on Mr. Wallace to find out as much information as we could about him. So you just wanted to learn as much as you could about him as a person? Yes. Did this include trying to find potential phone numbers? Yes. Did it include trying to find contacts and addresses? Yes. And what about social media accounts? Yes, social media as well. And were detectives able to locate a social media account for Otha Wallace? Yes, they were. And did this include an Instagram account? Yes, it did. Do you recall the Instagram account name? Yes. What was so it? Watch out for Instagram. RBG Vibes. RBG vibes. Did one of your fellow detectives bring to your attention that night a uh, story or an audio posting that was put on that account? Yes. Well, who, which detective was that? Detective Christian Batella. And did he actually send you a copy of this audio recording? Yes, he did. Did you have a chance to listen to it yourself? Yes. And to your knowledge, did Detective Batella preserve that audio clip? Yes, he did. And once you had identified this Instagram profile, RBG Vibes, you said? Yes, sir. Um, did you send anything to Instagram for purposes of your investigation? Yes. What did you send? A, a preservation request was sent to Instagram. And what's a preservation request? It is yeah, when, when sure. we notify a company, in this case, Instagram, we send them uh, um, information about the account, the account, the account name, for example, RBG Vibes in this case. And we tell them that as a result of a criminal investigation we're conducting, we would like to preserve this. So it kind of means they kind of freeze the account um, at that moment in time so that if it's anything is deleted, um, we can still act. We can still have access to it later with a court order. Does it kind of give you more time to potentially get a search warrant if that was the case? Yes. Now, having identified Otha Wallace and his vehicle from the body-worn camera, uh, what did you do? Um, one, I mean, he was identified. Um, we, obtained, um, we started to look for Mr. Wallace. And did you obtain a, a warrant for his arrest? Yes, sir. At that time, for what charge? Uh, attempted first-degree murder of a law enforcement officer. And why was it attempted at that point in time? Um, when the warrant was obtained, which was the next day, June 24th, um, Jason Reno was still alive. And where was he? At Halifax Hospital. Were you and your agency in constant communication with Halifax really over the next several weeks? Yes, sir.
And you said just before that, that you were turning your attention to trying to find Mr. Wallace. Yes. Were you assisted by other agencies in trying to locate Mr. Wallace? Yes. And what other agencies were helping Daytona Beach? There, there were numerous agencies, uh, other local agencies, um, the Volusia County Sheriff's Office, the state agency, the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, as well as federal agencies to include uh, the Federal Bureau of Investigation and the U.S. Marshals. And who took the lead in terms of actually trying to find him of those agencies? Uh, the U.S. Marshals took the lead. May I have one moment, Your Honor? You may. Um. The, I'll tell you the witness, Your Honor. All right, cross-examination. was died two months after being <clears throat> nerfed in the face. Two months. Jacob Denardi. I'm mistaken. Good morning. Sir, you've been a law enforcement officer for almost 25 years, is that correct? A little over 26. 26, I'm sorry. Um, you'd agree with me that an officer's powers of observation are important to, to hone in on, right? Yes, sir. Okay. And you, you would agree with me that uh, just as it's important to observe those who are deserving of suspicion, it's also important for an officer to understand who are not deserving of suspicion. Would you agree with that? Yes, sir. You have many tools of the trade as a law enforcement officer, don't you? Yes. Body-worn camera? Yes. Body-worn camera was uh, critical to this case? Yes. Uh, and the purpose of body-worn cameras, I, I would say in a word, and correct me if I'm wrong, would be transparency. Would you agree with that? That's part of it, yes. Um, also, officer safety? Yes. The more information that we have on a body-worn camera, um, the more information that you have to look into and investigate. Yes. Okay. One of the aspects of the body-worn camera is that it is on when an officer is engaging a member of the public. Do you agree with that? It depends what you mean by the word engaging. Okay. Um, going up to a person who's sitting in their car in, out in front of their apartment complex. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, and part of the policy for the body-worn camera is when you press it, it goes back for 30 seconds, right? Yes. And that's set forth in the policy? Yes. Are you familiar with what Daytona Beach policy would enable an officer to engage sleep mode, thereby preventing the 30-second look back? Not without reviewing the policy. Okay. Um, and uh, you reviewed the body-worn camera extensively in, in this investigation. Do you agree with that? Yes, yes sir. I'm streaming okay. on Facebook. And Mr. Rayner uh, was shot on June 23rd, right? Yes, sir. And the next day on June 24th, you accused my client of attempted first degree murder. Yes. Okay. And specifically in terms of the, the procedure in that accusation, you authored what's called a charging affidavit against him, right? Yes, sir. And that that's kind of another word to say your report. Yes. Right. Um, and had Mr. Wallace been found that day, he would have been arrested for attempted first degree murder, right? Yes. Based upon the allegations that you set forth. Yes. And you've been doing this for 26 years. I'm sure you uh, appreciate the importance of report writing. Yes. And I think we can both agree that not every single fact that you observe or take in goes into a report, right? Yes, sir. But the important ones, correct? Yes. 
foundational fundamental facts should go into a report. Again, like you said, not everything goes in it. No, it goes into a report. Okay. And there's a, kind of a difference between like the master, we'll call it like the, the incident report and then supplemental reports, right? Yes. Uh, a supplemental report would be something that details your involvement at some point after you've already drafted a report. Yes. And you did, I don't know if you remember at the top of your head, I mean, I have a charging affidavit and I have several supplements, four or five. Is that consistent with your recollection? That sounds correct, yes, sir. And report, in terms of the procedure of doing a supplemental report, uh, everybody in the agency would know that that's something that you can do if you come across information after the fact, right? Yes. All right. Uh, and are you familiar with the contents of your report that you drafted on June 24th, 2021? Are you referring to the charging affidavit? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. And you would agree with me that within the charging affidavit where you accuse my client of first-degree murder, you make no reference at all to Mr. Rayner potentially pursuing uh, the stolen vehicle that we've been talking about. Oral. So I'll repeat the question for you. You would agree with me that in the sworn charging affidavit wherein you accuse my client of first-degree murder, you make no reference of Jason Rayner going and pursuing a potential stolen vehicle? That is correct. Okay. You would also agree within that same charging affidavit, which you offered one day after the shooting, uh, that there's no mention of Officer Rayner's suspicions being alerted due to my client engaging in any cannabis possession or smoking? That is correct. Uh, furthermore, you would agree with me that there is no reference in your report about any contact that you had with Amanda Dickens and any information that she might have uh, Ooh, Amanda involving Mr. Rayner's uh, duties that evening, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, in fact, there's no detail either in this report or any other report uh, talking about you going and interviewing those that had contact with Jason Rayner on his last shift. Would you agree with that? Yes, sir. In fact, I, I'll characterize it, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but there's really no discussion within your charging affidavit about the origin or basis for Officer Rayner going and making contact with my client while he was sitting in his car in front of his apartment. That is correct, yes, sir. Uh, however, you do make reference to, uh, and I'm just reading from t line 10, the blackmail failed to follow lawful commands. You put that in your report, right? Yes, sir. Okay. However, you would agree with me that also within your report, uh, there's nowhere that talks about any probable cause that would justify an encounter between uh, Jason Rayner and Uncle Wallace. Here's our Fourth Amendment. Probable issue. cause is not necessary for an encounter. Because okay. a person can just walk away from an irregular encounter, right? Yes, sir. And that's different than probable cause. You have to stay because you're detained. Yes, sir. Okay. And if an officer away. has a reasonable suspicion or probable cause, uh, they can detain that person, right? Yes, sir. And they can make an order based upon such suspicion. Do you agree with that? Yes, sir. And if the person disobeys that order, that person is violating the law. Correct. Okay. So on, on the opposite side of things, if an officer has the a proper suspicion and they command a person to stay, the command that is levied is a lawful command. I'm going to object. Relevance 
and also we got into it overall i'm sorry can you repeat the question absolutely if an officer is acting on a founded suspicion and they make a command to a person in line with that suspicion that command is a lawful command yes sir okay and yet you make no reference to in your report why you categorize mr rayner's actions as lawful Categorize it that way from watching the body cam video. Okay, understood. And let's talk about the body-worn camera footage. Do you know approximately how many hours or minutes you, you spent looking at that video? No, sir. Okay. Over 50, over 100? Probably at least 50. Okay. Prior to uh, charging my client or... Probably 50 overall, okay. at least 50 overall. Understood. Do you know approximately how many hours you would have reviewed it uh, in connection with your charging affidavit? No, sir. And in the, in the video, uh, you agree that we don't have that 30-second look back? Yes, sir. Okay. And nowhere in your report do you contemplate the fact that Jason Rayner had disabled the normal 30-second look back and went into sleep mode? Correct. That is not in my report. Um, had the 30-second look-back existed, we would obviously have the depictions of what Officer Rayner observed in those 30 seconds from the time that he put his uh, camera on backwards. Yes. Uh, you would agree that when the video first comes up, there is no observable criminal activity in the frame that you see? Are we talking about what possibly Officer Rayner observed or just from the video itself? I'm just talking about you. You relied on the video in connection with your investigative shows, right? Yes. And you would agree with me that upon looking at the video, there's nothing. Let's just take the first 10 seconds when Rayner gets out and walks over to the car before he's even in between the two cars. There is no observable criminal activity depicted in the video. There you Based go. solely on what I can see in the video, that is correct. Okay. And you would agree with me that had Officer Rayner, had you believed that Officer Rayner observed some criminal activity when he went around the side of the car, that you would have put it in your report? I can't tell what Officer Rayner observed. And, and I appreciate that, and it's I'm not, not asking you to do that. My question is for you as the lead investigator in this murder investigation and for your colleagues, had you observed criminal activity in the video you would put it in your report. Again, if it was observable in the video, then yes. Okay. So I guess we can move on to something else and we can agree that you, in investigating this murder of your colleague, saw no criminal activity in the video. Strictly from the video, that is correct. Okay. Glad you said strictly from the video. And similarly, you investigated the fact or let me ask a better question. You would agree that there was no 911 call placed by any citizen that prompted Jason Rayner to appear at 133 Kingston and have a contact? No, there's a bolo. That is correct. Okay. Uh, you would agree with me that there's no evidence to suggest that any citizen or member of the community flagged down Jason Rayner's car and told him to go and make contact with somebody at 133 Kingston Avenue? I don't think I can answer that because Officer Rayner's not here today. 
You uncovered no, there was no person that came forward in the investigation and said, I flagged down the fourth amendment and said, go back there and check out what this guy's doing in his car, right? That is correct. In reviewing the video, you would agree with me that there is no depiction of any smoke emanating from Mr. Wallace's vehicle. Again, from what's from what I can see on the video, there does not appear to be smoke now. Okay. And similarly, you would also agree that there is, are no uh, visible embers associated with any cannabis, blunt, or joint, or cigarette, or whatever you want to call it, right? Again, based solely on the video, no. And obviously, as a long, I mean, you've probably encountered cannabis in your in your duties, right? Yes. Okay. Um, and, and I'll be fair, you can smell, you know, we'll call it a roach or a burnt cigarette. That has an odor to it, right? Yes. Um, however, what is the more pungent odor that would arise suspicion would be if the cannabis is, is burning, right? Let me ask you a better question. It's a heck of a lot easier to tell if somebody's in possession of marijuana if they're holding a, a joint that's burning as opposed to a joint that's not burning. I believe so, yes. And again, there's, there's not... And I know that I, I was singular in my, my questions about your charging affidavit, but if I'm wrong, please correct me. But in reviewing all of your supplemental reports that you authored in this case, there's not a single mention of this stolen vehicle pursuit in any of them. Is that correct? I believe you're correct, yes. Okay. And the same question goes for cannabis. There's not a single mention of cannabis in any of these reports. Again, I believe you're correct, yes. Okay. And you would agree with me that that theory of this stolen vehicle pursuit came long after my client was charged with first-degree murder. I don't know when such, I don't know when a theory was developed. Okay. So you, you, have, you have no idea from, from where or from whom this central part of the state's prosecution arose? You know, that's an answer, Judge. Sustained. Same thing for cannabis? You have any idea when that came into the picture? No, sir. But to get back to the stolen car, that came that came out that evening. Pardon me. The stolen car was that came out. I mean, that evening. Okay. You just didn't put any mention of it in your report. No, sir. There are. Um, observable differences between the vehicle that's depicted in the Bolo and my client's vehicle. Do you agree with that? Differences and similarities, yes. Okay. And those similarities uh, on the passenger side of the vehicle would exist, would be the back uh, rear lighting of my client's vehicle? I mean, I, without having the two, if, without having the two pictures in front of me, I don't think I can um, well, let me ask this. Lighting. I mean, if you, if you close your eyes, you can you can picture kind of the opening frame of the video, right? Yes. And you would agree with me that there's nothing that's obscuring Officer Rayner's ability to see the passenger side of my client's view. Objection calls for speculation based on what Officer Rayner saw. Rephrase the question, okay. please. Um, sir, do you you have 2020 eyesight? No, sir. What's your eyesight? I don't know. Okay. Um, you went to the scene that night. Yes. Okay, you stood in essentially the same area that uh, Mr. Wallace's vehicle was in that evening? Yes. Okay. 
Um, you consider yourself a reasonable person? Yes, sir. All right. And if, you, if you're standing in the location that Jason Rainer was standing, using fairly decent eyesight, do you agree that there was nothing that was obscuring Jason Rainer's ability to see the entirety of the passenger? I'm talking to myself all the time. Objection, speculation, as what Jason Rainer saw. You brought up the thing about the, the 2020 eyesight. Okay. Do you understand the question? I would like him to repeat it again. Okay. Yes. Is there anything blocking Mr. Rayner's view from seeing the passenger side of Othel's car? Objection, speculation. I can't testify to Officer Rayner's saw. Have you seen the video? You've seen the video, right? Yes, sir. You see in the video anything obscuring Officer Rayner's ability well, to they, see uh, the passenger that has side of the car? 2020 eyesight. Did he have glasses on that night? I mean, there's a you bunch can see of questions parts of the passenger side. Yes. Okay, that's that not my question. My question is, is do you see anything that's obscuring out. Jason Rayner's ability to see the passenger side Curing. of the car? Again, it depends if you're saying the passengers, you know, parts of it or the entire passenger, the entire. Let's, let's start with the entire passenger side of the car. Any, anything obscuring? I don't know if there's anything obscuring, but I don't, also don't know if Officer Rayner could have seen the entire passenger side of the car. That is the best phrase. You may. Wording, how to describe how I feel about this case. When I talk about something obscuring, talking about I can't see through this solid item right here, right? Correct. So just point out to the jury, take as much time as you want. Tell me what items would obscure Jason Rand's ability to see the side of that vehicle in that picture. Jason had wore glasses. How about that one? Okay. I'll withdraw. What do you see that's obscuring Jason Rayner's ability to see the side of the, uh, excuse me, what Again, do you see that subjective. obscures the passenger side of that vehicle? Objection, speculation, the best evidence is the photograph itself. It's an evidence. Here we the video is the best evidence. It's the same. Picture's worth a thousand words. Mr. Wallace uh, refers to Mr. Rayner as sir in the video. Objection again. The best evidence of the video is in evidence for the jury to look at and make their decision in this case. Best evidence is the video sustained. Um, detective, whenever you were being asked questions by the state, did the state give you the benefit of uh, watching the video in connection with your testimony? Here today, just a few moments ago? No, sir. Do you recall uh, being present at an evidence view? With myself and Mr. Shoemaker? Yes. Um, object to be on the scope of direct here on. Overall. Um, the duty belt in the case. Very important piece of evidence, right? Yes. Sorry, the what? The duty belt. The duty belt was an important piece of evidence? Yes. He's Probably duty the most again. important piece of evidence? No, sir. Next to the video, second test. Objection, relevance, judge. Sustain. No problem. The duty belt was kept in this paper bag here. Now you're getting, everybody's getting it. I believe it was put Thank in that bag, yes. Liberty. Just this bag, nothing else. I believe so, yes. And in the... 
duty belt that we have for the jury, the gun is out of the, Might have. the holster, right? Yes, sir. And the taser is out of the holster, too, right? Yes, sir. And you would agree you said with me the that there holster. are no contemporaneous pictures of the way that the taser existed uh, on the night of June 23rd, 2021. I believe you're correct, yes. Um, and the taser itself has a mechanism that you uh, unclip it from the, the back portion of the, the taser? Yes. Actually, could you describe the, the uh, series of events that an officer has to do in order to take their taser out of their It's kind of hard for me. I don't think I could. I don't think I could properly explain it. I don't wear. I don't wear a duty belt. Um, I don't. It's duty. kind of just something I do from muscle memory. I don't think I could. Words. Okay. Um, and can you can you testify that during the interaction between Rayner and Wallace that Jason Rayner didn't go for his belt? Objection. Speculation. Sustained. Can you test? Can you testify that whenever Jason Rayner's belt was removed from his person, that the switch on his taser was not engaged for use? Objection, speculation. Sustained. Your Honor, may I approach the witness? Yeah. Approaching with an IDB for the defense. Yeah. So, guys, do you see now where the complications were for me? Okay, this is me. My issues come in here. We have an issue about death penalty. We have an issue that's Fourth Amendment uh, question. You have yes. a question about self-defense. I mean, that is the defense. This, this is a – they have it on yes, video sir. of him popping the cop. And he's still going to say self-defense. Yes. This is an amazingly deep case. This is probably the most – Heavy duty thinking case you're gonna see on YouTube. Jeez, man, I thought your business would be big, you but can no. rephrase the question. Uh, are those fair and accurate depictions of the duty belt as it was photographed in your presence on December 27th, 2000? It appears to be, yes. Um, and just the last follow up question it appears to be a fair accurate. Much more complex. You actually yes, like this is one that we could have a map. You know, All right, thank get, you. Uh, Bill Cosby's pen. Any redirect? Yes. Thank you. Detective Sergeant Denardi. What is the purpose of that charging affidavit, the probable cause affidavit? The purpose is to, to um, put in uh, evidence saying. to, uh, I guess, um, 
show to a judge that there is probable cause that the person accused committed the crime for which he's accused. Okay, yes. so you're doing kind of an outline of the case to establish probable question. cause to get an arrest warrant, is that? Yes, sir. Okay. So do you put every single detail in a charging affidavit? No, sir. And your investigation, you said you got that warrant on the 24th? Yes, sir. Did your investigation just stop on the 24th? No, sir. Would that be prudent to just stop an investigation on the 24th after you've established probable cause to arrest somebody? No, sir. The supplements that you filed, did those go over several months afterwards, uh, documenting some of your personal involvement in the case? Months and years, yes. I wasn't paying attention. And in terms of what happened that night, you mentioned that you were aware of the chase of a Honda vehicle that night? Yes, sir. Was that documented on other officers' body-worn cameras? Yes, sir. Was that documented on other officers' police reports? Yes. And all of that is, of course, of course, made available to the defense in a prosecution? Yes. Try not to leave, counsel. Yes, Your Honor. Ooh. And defense you asked you. judge do that one? Without about objection. in your report, there was hey, nothing counsel, of what there. Officer leading. Rainer thought or saw was going on in the car. Wow, that's that? a very fair judge. I'm sorry, can you, refer, can you repeat that? Defense asked you, there was nothing in your report about Officer Rainer thinking it was a stolen vehicle or thinking there was some other reason that he came into contact with Othel Wallace. Do you recall that question? I do, yes. Were you able to ask Officer Rainer ever what was going through his mind in this case? Unfortunately, no. Why not? Uh, he was in the hospital on, in no condition um, to talk for approximately 55 days before he passed away. I have one moment, Your Honor. 55 yes, days. Fifty-five. I have no further days. questions, but I will need him subject to recall, Your Honor. Any re-across? Uh, I like to understand that. That Jason Rainer could have done that would have been depicted on the video to give some insight into what he was saying. Do you agree with that? Objection calls for speculation. Sustain. Nowhere in any of your uh, reports, whether it be an incident report, a charging affidavit, a supplementary report, do you ever mention anything about a stolen vehicle? As I said earlier, yes, you're correct. Okay. And similarly to the cannabis, nowhere in any of your reports? Same thing, you're, you're correct, yes. Okay. When, when an officer uh, comes up on any, any scene, consensual encounter, probable cause or what have you, they have the ability to key in to dispatch about what they're doing and who they're contacting, right? Objection beyond the scope of redirect. Can we approach? All right, nobody's talking, but we do have this one. 
good different angle here. I like how now the white hair guy here, he's the uh Who am I thinking of? Oh, I was thinking of the wrong guy. Sorry. Oh, it's lunchtime now. He said 145? Did he say 145? Not 115? The answer is depends. 145? Holy cow. I was one and a half yesterday. I wasn't paying attention to it. Well, you know what? I approve of that hour and a half lunch because you know what? It takes you 15 minutes to get somewhere and 15 minutes to come back. All right. What do you guys want to do for the next hour and a half? You want to hang out, chill in the chat? I'm going to take a shower. <laughs> Aren't you glad to know that? I better turn the camera off. I'll take a shower. I'm going to shave. Oh, boy. Yeah. That sounds good. Aren't you glad I yawned right into the uh, microphone? Jeez. Napstream be awesome. Yeah, go run them. I need to. I need to go to the... somewhere. All right, guys. Hour and a half. So, uh, what time to do it? One ten. Uh, one fifty-five. It'll be like two o'clock. Um. 145 I'll be back okay but I'm just gonna leave this running I'm going to put myself on stop camera and I'm gonna go see a man about a horse and clean myself love y'all be good don't everybody go out there and get any speeding tickets or anything and you better come back here because I mean we don't know what's gonna happen next love you guys thank you
It's amazing what being clean does. I don't think Brown Dog's happy with me. I can hear myself. Where am I? Anyway, those of you from uh, Michigan Law Show, welcome in. Hello. We are see Broken Baker. The Jungle Minx is here. Awesome. Yeah, man, that was awesome. Thank you. I just got out of the shower. I just got out of the shower and you sent Broken Baker over to me. Boy, I, I know some uh <laughs> I know some girls I'd be jealous about that one. <laughs> oh. Maybe a few dudes. I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyway, guys, so what we've got here, those of you that are tuning in, we have a coonhound in the background. Uh, so let me close my door. All right. Let's see here. Um, so since I've left, I've lost my sunglasses, which sucks because it's bright. It's getting brighter, so I can keep that ghost away. Anyway, guys, so what we've got here is, is this is the uh, Ortho Ozone Wallace case it's from Daytona Beach, Florida. He um, nerfed a police officer. Uh, no, you can't come in here. You're rude. Do you hear her scratching? Um, hey, Jenny B, how are you doing? Oh, hey, we have Jessica B and Jenny B. Cool. Um, anyway, so what's happened is, is this guy, we've got him, we, he is on film, on body camera footage. Uh, uh, he's sitting in his car and a police officer, uh, Jason Rayner. Goes up to him and says, "Hey man, why are you sitting back here?" Just like I, just like Coonhound says, "Hey dude, why are you sitting over there?" Hang on. You are a mean dog. You abuse me. Come inside. What else can I do for you? Come inside. Here, move the stuff from the bed. Here, would you like to get up there? There you go. So the. Blue Tick Coonhound is on the daybed. What are you doing over there? Why'd you show your butt of all things? I was trying to brag on you. Okay, let's try that again. There she is on her daybed. And that's something. So, uh, body cam footage shows a uh, uh, Officer Rainer gets out of his car. Goes up to Ozone and says, hey, man, what are you doing sitting back here behind this uh, uh, apartment complex? And Ozone says, hey, man, I just sit wherever I want to. Gets out of the car. Next thing you know, the police officer is like, dude, stop, sit down, sit down, sit down. And then you hear a pop. And you see the footage fall to the ground. That is uh, two months later. Uh, Officer Rayner passed away, and we just found out this morning that he was talking most of that time. 
So that was neat. Where this matters to us, Florida has just passed a new death penalty law. Okay. You no longer have to have a unanimous vote. It is a majority. So it is uh, eight to four. We'll give you the death penalty now in Florida. And I'm trying to just move everything around. So an eight to four vote is all it takes to get the death penalty now in Florida. So this is a new one. Is that a constitutional, is that cruel and unusual punishment? I don't know. That might become an issue if he is, if Ozone gets the death penalty. Next thing is, is Ozone was sitting in his car, right? Do you guys sit in your car? Uh, MLS, he, uh, he and I do something that I thought, until uh, I met him, I didn't know other people did this too. We like to sit in our cars because it's like a, it's like a, it's our fortress of solitude. The seat's comfortable. You got the air conditioning or the heater, you know, you're quiet. It's quiet. Like I'll sit in the car in the garage to talk on the phone, uh, to uh, read something. He does, uh, MLS does his work from the car. Just, it's a weird way to explain it, but you have everything there. You have that cup holder perfect. You've got the steering wheel holding up uh, your laptop or your documents. Once you get used to it, you understand it. Do you know where you live if you live in a crime map area, a high crime area? Do you know if your jurisdiction has a crime map, like a, a high crime area? I don't. I don't know where it is. Usually those things are done by zip codes. I was talking about earlier today, the city of Memphis is like one of one, two or three, like most uh, prolific cities in America for crime or, or the nerfing of people. Okay. If you take out one zip code from the city of Memphis, Memphis is one of the safest big cities in America. Weird, right? I don't know where those lines are though. I don't know if I'm on the right side or the wrong side. So what happens is the Fourth Amendment uh, gives everybody the right of the people to be secure their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. And no warrants, warrants a big deal too, shall issue but upon probable cause supported by an oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched. No, ma'am. Uh, of the persons or things to be seized. Because of this high crime area, it's like in New York you used to have the stop and frisk laws. Well, this is what uh, it looks like uh, Ozone's defense team is going to go with this afternoon. Okay? Or, or they have kind of alluded to it yesterday and stuff. This is... No, that's not yours. Excuse me for a moment. Outside. Right back out. Launch your indoor pools. Yep. And I want Coonhound. Luke take Coonhound. Be yours for the low price of I'll give you a month of food. Sorry. No, I love her to death. She's my baby doll. 
So anyway, that's what we're waiting on now with ozone and this afternoon. Uh, very uh, titillating, isn't it? Isn't it just the most exciting thing? Aren't you all excited to be here? I know it's not sexy like uh, um, Jody Arias or a case like that. It is. Okay, he's not back yet. I should have kept that stream up anyway. What's that? Lost in the past. Okay. Anyway. I keep hearing a ding. Let me make sure I've got everything turned off up here. Focus. Do not disturb. Awesome. And we should be good to go. So. Anybody have any questions in the chat? Let me go back here a little bit. Welcome you guys and read some questions. Guys, if I know you from everywhere, like Squabob, I see here. Um, eat him and take over Blue Dog. See the respect I get, guys. Uh, I'm going to skip over you, but I will be... Uh, uh, I'm going to say hi to everybody that I can. Uh, Jessica B says hi to Miami Spice. Jonathan, more hellos? No, dude. Oh, wait, Jonathan, you're the one with the cool avatar. Dude, you, you don't have to say hello. You just say, dude, I'm like, I got you. <laughs> dude, we, we speak a language. Um, Yes, the Riz. Yes, absolutely love it. Mads, how are you doing? Mads, you know what? Your avatar, I thought you were... Uh, the Riddler at first. That's a cool shirt, man. I'll dig Hawaiian shirts. Dragon Man, what's happening? Um, Dragon Man came in earlier. I'm sitting in my car right now. Lunch break. There you go. Please hit the uh, uh, thumbs up and please be sure to subscribe, guys. I've lost a bunch of uh, uh, subs past the week. I was so happy. I was at 2.75 and then I went down to like 2.3. I was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, please tickle the like. Broken Baker, he knows how to handle his loafs. You got to be gentle with them. Uh, I love sitting in either of my cars. It's something about it. They're, it we're a personality type. Uh, let's see here. Eris, how are you doing? But do you sit in your car in a high crime area where drive-by shootings and drug deals are a thing? I don't know. I don't know. High crime areas. Okay, yeah, I do. You know why? Think about gentrification. Oh, cool. There's a new restaurant open downtown. Let's go check it out. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um... You know when you're in a high crime area? Eh. Viking raid. Awesome. Giggy, how are you doing? By the way, got to love the um, cartoon Calico. Calico cats are uh, a unique thing. 
Oh my gosh. I won't sit in a high crime area. My town has 3,500 people in it. I don't think you have a high crime area, Jessica. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, see here. I won't even drive through Nashville or Memphis without carrying my pistol. Have to go through sometimes. Yeah, Nashville. Nashville's dangerous. Okay, uh, Nashville's got probably worse crime than Memphis because Memphis crime is all concentrated. Nashville has for years uh, diluted the numbers. They um, they manipulate those FBI reports because they're always trying to get growth. There's Nashville's a joke nowadays. Unfortunately, love it. Absolutely loved it. But anyway, uh, you cannot shoot a cop because he makes an illegal search. What if the cop was going to rape you? He made contact with you. Please don't. It's not part of their line of work to make contact with you to uh, instigate an investigation if you're minding your own business. But that's an opinion. We'll see how this plays out this afternoon. And if it goes, it may, it may okay, look, here's, here's, I'll, I'll put it like this. It probably will not go to the Supreme Court. One day there will probably be a case that does. But if this one did go, wouldn't this be a cool one to be part of? You're, you'll be there right at the beginning. And by the way, members, if you go over to, uh, um, Discord. I've I keep a whole running list of stuff uh, that's been brought up. I take pictures of the evidence that's been brought up. Uh, plus, I've got uh, explanations for things like uh, the. Um, well, I've got links to the Fourth Amendment, uh, the how it's applied by the United States Congress. They have a link for that. Isn't that crazy? Um, let's see here. I am trying. Oh, Jody Arias was exceptionally unsexy today. Well, I don't, I have not followed anything about Jody Arias. Uh, I, evidently is be a real hoot, uh, to do episode two, was it two, six? Second day, sixth part. Uh, that's the one that uh, MLS told me. Said you, I, me, my, my, myself, and the White Rabbit need to do that on her stream because it said it'd just be it's funny. Um, I'll sub one of these days. You know, YouTube has a great way of uh, unsubbing people. MG Law, my buddy, how are you doing, man? How are you doing? I keep seeing MG Law. Um. He's streaming when I'm going to bed now. I don't know how he does this. But I keep sending him stuff for that Pennsylvania escapee because it's like for like the fifth night, it seems like in a row. This is the night they've got the guy. There is a shootout between the dude, you know, the little uh, five-foot-tall Spider-Man guy. There is a shootout between him and a homeowner. Seven shots fired. Just knew it. They had EMS show up. They had their emergency response team show up. Just knew it. I was like, man, I was like, here you go, Michigan Law. If it breaks open, man, people that are, are 
I mean, nobody's that are streaming it. I say nobody's. I mean, like new channels, very low subscriber counts like this. They've got thousands of people in the chat. It's a great way to get all your numbers up at one time. Uh, hey, Shenny, how are you doing? When I was at Graceland, it was the first time I ever heard gunshots outside of a range. I hear gunshots all the time. There's a farm right over there. You like that right over there? Anyway. Oh, geez. Guys, I'm awful. I know. I'll subscribe if you can get this drill bit twisted in half inside of a deer antler out without destroying the antler. It's for a pistol mount. LOL. Go to Amazon and get uh, Vampires, V-A-M-P-L-I-E-R-S. And they'll be able to, you'll be able to get a grip on it and be able to twist it right out. Vampires is the American company's name of it. If you want to save about like five bucks, uh, look up Japanese engineering uh, pliers. And you'll see them, compare them to the Vampires and get the ones you want that cost about the same. As a kid, we used to shoot guns out on our land, out in the country. That's what they do over here. It's funny. Uh, I'm like, uh, every Christmas, I'm like, tell the white rabbit, oh, hey, look, thumbs up. You caught me. I tell the white rabbit, I'm like, boy, you tell it's summer. It's summer. It's Christmas time in the South, can't you? You hear over here, bang, 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 bang. Uh, <laughs> I hear shots all the time. But it's just me practicing. Yeah, I need to go to a range. I hope that works. Just check them out. You should have a pair of vampires. I guess who doesn't have a pair? Oh, and I've got another pair. Do you like? Do you like quality tools? Yeah, let's see if I got these right here. May we? May we? Question we have for the court. I've discussed it with defense counsel. Uh, we have, it's not our next witness, but uh, a couple witnesses down. We have an agent from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. What are they uh, there for? This agent uh, does undercover work uh, as part of his duties and responsibilities, and he's requested that his image not be broadcast while he testifies. The defense is oh, not objective. Of course, the. Yeah, that makes sense, right? I think for this for this witness, that's what we're asking you to do, Judge. They can have audio, but no video. I mean, you can still get the audio. They they have agreed. The the press is okay. Perfect. And and then for Zoom, can we shut off that uh, the stand one for? Okay. Thank you, Thank Judge. You. Thank you. Where's Rich? That brand there, Jonathan. Their main Japan. 
They're like eight bucks, dude. I need neo nose pliers. I'm trying to get every one they make. Um, they're the cheapest. That's not made in a third world country. Isn't that sad? You got. That's what we're down to. They don't make American pliers anymore. They don't make any American anything. Ballstorm, what's up? Ballstorm, I meant to send you a message. I did it. Most judges don't what come Ballstorm, what time? Yeah, I didn't know you were famous and had to deal with ads on a live stream. Oh. Yeah, by the way, so uh, YouTube has a new ad algorithm. They take it out of our hands now to make it easier. I did that. That was me. I messed that up. All right, can you guys hear? You know what's funny? I found out last night that even uh, if you don't have ads turned on, you still put ads in your stuff. All right, so Jerry. You guys hear the screen and everything? Oh, Jessica, I can't go back. Once you get the premium, I can't do it. Awesome avatar.
Yes, sir. Thank you, Your Honor. Good afternoon, sir. I'm working you, on sir? it. I'm just dandy. How about you? How about you telling us who you are and what you do for a living? I am Trooper Jonathan Salcedo. I work for the Georgia State Patrol. I'm a member of the SWAT team. I can tell you're from Georgia. How's that? Some people think I am, too, as a matter of fact. So, uh, what's your duties and responsibilities as a Georgia State Trooper or Patrol? So I'm assigned to the uh, full-time SWAT team and the DOT team. How long you been with the Georgia State Patrol? I've been with the Georgia State Patrol for nine years. How about military? Got any military? Yes, I did uh, eight years in the Marine Corps Reserves. I see. Now, were you employed as a Georgia State Patrol officer on, uh, in June of 2021? Yes, sir. Okay. I want you. I want to draw your attention. I believe it was June 26 of 2021. Were you involved in an operation that day? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, was this a typical operation you're involved in usually, or was this something different? A typical operation that I'm involved. In. Okay. And what was your operation that day? Uh, so we were assisting uh, several federal agencies. Hang on, I'm, I'm so um, uh, with serving a search warrant like at a it. residence in Snellville, Georgia. Where is Snellville? It's just east of Atlanta. Did you have a specific location that you were going to in Snellville? Yes, sir. I believe the numbers were uh, 8562 Smith James Road. And were you looking for somebody? Yes, sir. Do you know the name of the person you were looking for? Yes, sir. Uh, so the warrant was for uh, the body of Mr. Otho Wallace. What's going on here? This is driving me nuts.
Now, officer, can you see this? Yes, sir. So, can you orient yourself to where uh, Florida, like Jacksonville, Florida is? Yes, sir, it's down there. Okay, and do you see the area located on I don't understand what's happening. Warrant to uh, go serve. So that is 8562 Smith James Road. Can you stick the warrant on there by chance? Yes, sir. Would you come down and just point it out? Would you do? What okay. Uh, yes, sir. Hang on, guys. This is. I don't know what happened. The feed died from the the camera that's inside. It went bye bye. Now, hang on. That's not what I want to do. I want to do this. Okay. And where was he? This tab instead, because this is the vehicle. How many were there? Uh, we had three on scene for this operation. Okay. And did each Bearcat have a team? Yes, okay, sir. So this is Which the, Bearcat team were you? I was assigned to Bearcat 4. Georgia, when Excuse they went me, in. What? Bearcat 4. Okay. For the guy. Did you have a specific location that, that you were directed to go to and look for the defendant, Othel Wallace? Yes, sir. And where was that? So that uh, my team was assigned to uh, clear the barn. Which you pointed out? Yes, sir. Okay. Did you go to the barn? Yes, sir. And with the rest of your team? Yes, sir. And what'd y'all do when you got there? So um, our plan was to do what's called a surround and call out. So we'll have members that'll establish themselves around the barn. We'll turn on the lights. So the barn the is back the here behind it. And have a negotiator See start giving announcements. See where the dot now, is? Let me stop you a minute. Was it daytime or Smith? nighttime? Was it dark or light when you were out there? It was dark. Okay. Did you want your presence to be known? Yes, sir. Did you want to leave no doubt that it was law enforcement out there at that time? Correct. Okay, so how did you do that? Did you have a PA system? Yes, sir. Okay, so try to give us an idea of how loud it was. I mean, it's, it's a PA system that's attached to the Bearcat. So just like a patrol car that has a PA that everyone can hear when, the, uh, when an officer is talking through, it's a similar system, but attached to an armored vehicle. And what about lights? It also has uh, blue lights all around the Bearcat. So were the lights going? Yes, sir. And was the PA running? Yes, sir. And what was said over the PA? Do you remember? So typically um, when the negotiators make an announcement, they will give the address of the location where we're at, tell any occupants at the structure that we are um, there for, that this is a police, you know, come out unarmed, um, stuff like that. Okay. And was that done in this case? Yes, sir. 
And was it loud enough for, for people in that area to hear? Yes, sir. Any doubt about that? No. Okay. So did you check the board? Yes, sir. Um, so uh, like I mentioned, it was dark, so we were under night vision goggles. Um, after a reasonable time, um, after those announce announcements were given, uh, the barn was breached and we systematically cleared the barn. So you left the barn, did you, you didn't find anything there? Didn't find Wallace, didn't find anything of evidentiary value? No, sir. So what'd you do then? So as we were exfilling the barn, I was walking back towards the Bearcat and uh, I was able to see a tree house that was maybe 34 yards away from the Bearcat. Okay, was it clearly visible from where you were? Yes, sir. Was it clearly visible from the barn? Yes, sir. Was it within earshot of the PA system? Yes, sir. Let me ask you, would you like me to start for a minute, Jeff? Okay, so they all went to a sidebar. It looks like there's an expert uh, computer right there on the desk. Okay, so Officer Salcedo, can you see the treehouse from this photograph? No, I don't see it from that photograph. Sir. Okay, so what did you do when you saw the saw the uh, treehouse? So I let my team leader know that uh, there's a treehouse behind oh, they're us. They're behind, um, and we went to. Describe for me about this tree house. Did you have to climb up something to get to? Yes, sir. There was uh, steps that led all the way up to the tree house. Were those steps sturdy or not so much? Sturdy. Okay. Did you go up those steps? And what was your purpose of going up there? Uh, to clear that tree house. To see if uh, Wallace was in there? Yes, sir. 
What did you do when you got up top of the steps? Was there an ability to see inside? So as soon as you go up the steps, there was a large window uh, in front of the treehouse, so you were able to look inside. Did you? Yes, sir. See anything? Uh, so there was bunk beds, and there was a pistol under um, the mattresses of the bunk bed. I believe it was the top bunk. Is that all you saw? Yes, sir. What did you do at that point? So um, I'm up there by myself with night vision goggles, so I called for another team member to uh, approach the treehouse and come on up there with me. Um, another team member came up. Um, to the left of that window, there was a door. Who do you think, team member? So with me and him up there, we opened the door and we made contact with a individual who was laying on the ground um, with his hands out facing the door. Okay. And what'd you do with that individual? Gave that individual commands to stand up, turn away from us. Um, we handcuffed him and then we walked him down the steps of the treehouse. Now, just to be clear, from uh, that treehouse location, is it your opinion based on uh, the PA system and based on uh, the lighting that the individual in that treehouse would have been aware of your presence before you went up there? Absolutely, I could see the Bearcat from that porch that was in the front of the treehouse. So what did you do when you took him downstairs? I uh, handed him off to another one of our team members for them to handle him. Another Georgia State Patrol officer? Yes, sir. And we just continued clearing. Okay. Just may I have a moment, Your Honor? I was even looking other at the than, other. Other uh, than apprehending the defendant, did you have any Thank other involvement in this case? No, sir. Okay. Tender the witness, Judge. Those of you that are new here, uh, uh, I hope you like Wiggles because this is for Miami Spice. <laughs> Thank you, Miami Spice, for the 10 memberships, y'all. Uh, please be sure and check your memberships. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Uh, that you uh, get invited or you get one, you grab one if you don't have one, and then uh, you go over to the, uh, uh, if you have a problem getting in, go to the membership tab under the community. And uh, I'm putting stuff into the Discord right now that is all about this trial. Uh, so just look for look for Ozone. It's right underneath the general. And, uh, um, and uh, Trooper Salcedo, did you have uh, any body-worn camera on when you did this? No, sir. Is it standard protocol that you don't because you're with the SWAT team? or? Yeah, SWAT team, we're, we don't wear body cameras. Okay. All right. And when you came in, you were uh, tasked with clearing the, the barn that we saw earlier, correct? Yes, sir. Right. Now, as you're going in, you, I, I believe you testified you did not see the treehouse when you first arrived. Isn't that right? Yeah, we did not see it when we first arrived. Okay. Correct. You go into the... You go into the barn, you clear that, you come out, and 30 to 40 yards away, up above you, Just is a tree like house, the right? Correct. And the, it has a large window, yes, sir. With, and it also has, was it a little porch area? Yes, sir. 
And uh, is that porch area large enough for somebody to come out and stand on? Yes, sir. All right. Now, wouldn't you admit that from that position up where he was, he had a tactical um, advantage over you when you didn't know that he was there? Absolutely. So if he'd wanted, if anybody wanted to, as you're coming up, he and, and you saw guns in the tree, oh my gosh, the tree house, right? Yes, sir. Numerous guns? I, I recall specifically seeing that pistol. Uh, pistol. On my neck stand up. Okay, so from up above there, if he wanted to, he could have just opened up fire on you, couldn't he? Uh, and you would have had no idea to begin with where it was coming from because you didn't even know the treehouse was there, did you? Correct. All right. That's so scary, once you it? see the treehouse, treehouse or deer, um, you then make your way there and you uh, you go up the steps. Now, and I believe you also said that there's absolutely no mistake in that everyone in the general facility knew that law enforcement was there. Isn't that correct? Because of you were loud, you know, you had multiple vehicles, lights were flashing, so everyone knew law enforcement was there, right? Correct. Okay. Um, and then when you go up, you had somebody else come up to help you clear it. Jonathan and then when Holly you go in, you see Mr. Wallace just laid uh, out in a surrender Damian, position. Isn't that correct? Yes, sir. Great Dane Mom. Never resisted Super at all, did he? No, sir. Megan Never. K. I'm sorry. It was compliant. Very Bula compliant. 87. And, uh, and then when you took him down, you just handed him off, and again, very compliant. All and got over gift to memberships. Another officer? Yes, sir. Ever have any problems with Mr. Wallace? No, sir. Was he Congratulations. ever to you? No, sir. No, sir. I have nothing else, Your Honor. No, Your Honor. I think the state. Yes, sir. Next witness would be... Oh, yes. Yes. Your Honor, this next. Sometimes it's best just to be quiet. Because who knows on camera? Oh, is that the ATF agent? Oh, well, that's a major screw up. Uh, Cody Cassidy. No, this is the ATF agent.
Cody Cassidy, you're on. Are you Thank you, Your Honor. Good afternoon. Hey, would you please introduce yourself to us? Cody Cassidy. And go ahead. C-O-D-Y, C-A-S-S-I-D-Y. And who do you work for? The city of Daytona Beach as a police detective. And how long have you been with the Daytona Beach Police Department? Since May of 2009, so just over 14 years. Any previous law enforcement experience? No, sir. Okay. Talk to us a little bit. Educate us about, you know, how you came up the ranks at the Daytona Beach PD. I started working out night shift patrol. Um, I was there for approximately two years. Uh, after patrol, I moved to the traffic division where I was assigned as a traffic homicide investigator. I was there for approximately seven to eight years. Um, after the traffic unit, I was assigned to um, special investigation unit, which is essentially the narcotics division, um, where Ooh, I worked, that's so true. where I currently am as a special investigations with the U.S. Marshal Service as a um, task force officer. Um, also assigned to the robbery homicide unit, the same title as a detective. So what are you doing now? I am a task force officer with the U.S. Marshal Service, um, essentially a detective with Daytona Beach who has cross-sworn with the U.S. Marshals. Okay. And back in June of, of 2021, back when Officer Rayner was shot, were you working in that capacity? Yes, sir, I was. Did you have some involvement in, in this Raylan case? Gibbons. Yes. I, okay, talk to us about that. The night of the shooting, I, I received multiple phone calls um, advising Officer Rayner was shot. Um, immediately after hearing that, I responded down to the scene and stood by for orders from the supervisors that were there. Now, as far as the task force, why don't you take a minute and explain what this task force is for and why you're part of it? The task force is assigned for going after subjects who have open felony warrants. Um, generally, we go after um, high crime, um, high violence subjects, um, homicide, um, robberies, sex crimes, anything with violence towards people. Um, there's a group of us assigned to Central Florida. We travel all over going after these subjects who um, have active warrants. Um, we're tasked with the U.S. Marshal Service, um, essentially just once we find a location for these subjects, we act upon it and take them into custody. Okay. Did you become involved uh, in the investigation a couple hours after Officer Rayner was shot? Yes, sir. Within a few hours. And what did you do? What, how did you start? Uh, stood by until a, sus a suspect was identified. identified. And then once that happened, I began doing research and attempting to locate where he may be at. Okay, now the, some of the research you do, is that, is that sensitive in, uh, investigative information? Yes, sir, it is. Okay, typically information that you don't share with the public, is that right? That's correct, it was protected information, yes, sir. And is that so that the, the folks that you're looking for uh, don't know how you're gonna find them? That's correct, yes, sir. Okay. So were you fruitful in your using your investigative techniques to, to start to locate uh, the defendant? 
Yes, sir, we were. Okay, and tell me the progression as far as where did you did you focus? Did you find one spot in particular and one only, or did, was it a progression from one place to another? Help us with that. It can continue to progress throughout the, the two days. Um, started out, we traveled west towards Gainesville. Um, once we reached the Gainesville area, began going northbound into the um, outskirts of Atlanta, which is Gainesville. where we essentially took officer. I'm sorry. Where we took. Y'all ever been to Gainesville? Mr. Wallace in the custody. Okay. So did you actually travel up play some to uh, right Georgia? Yes, sir. I did. Was it Snellville, Georgia? Yes, sir. 8562 Smith James Road? That's How would you describe the location? It was a very rural um, area. The, the properties, the houses that were on these properties were spread out um, anywhere from three to five acre lots. Um, it was not much city life, no, uh, no major businesses that were in that area. Um, lots of woods, trees, um, just spread out, more of a country setting than anything. Okay. And were there several agencies involved? Yes, sir, there was. Was the U.S. Marshals Service involved? Yes, sir. So there were U.S. Marshal personnel or agents there? There were. How about the Daytona Beach Police Department? You there were there, were correct? Others. Yes, sir. Okay. How about the uh, Georgia State Patrol? Had They had folks? Yes, sir, they did. And uh, when you arrived on the property, did you participate in the, in the initial apprehension of the defendant of the woman? No, sir. We, we stood by on the perimeter um, out towards the front of the residence. Georgia State Patrol, their SWAT team, were tasked with searching the property and uh, attempting to locate Otha Wallace. Okay. Uh, did there come a time when you came into contact face-to-face -face with the person that they had apprehended? Yes, sir. They, they brought a subject who they believed was Otha Wallace down to the front of the property for me to make an ID on. So you were the one that was going to ID? Yes, sir. Okay. Had you a general idea? Did you have some photographs of his appearance prior to going up? Yes, sir. Anything. I had approximately two days to become very familiar with the looks of this gentleman. Um, and prostitute. Knew what I was looking for, new identifying marks that he had on his body that would assist in ID in him. Okay. So when you saw this person that they had after him, uh, did you notice anything different about his appearance? The key yes, is, sir. The uh, gentleman we were looking for had long, thick dreads. Um, they, when they brought him down to me, I noticed immediately the, the dreads had been cut. Uh, it actually appeared as if they were cut in a hurry because it was a, more of a messy um, haircut. Okay, but what about, so how are you going to identify? No. Have you, do you notice whether or not that same individual is here in the courtroom today? Yes, sir, I do. Could you please describe where he's at and what he's wearing? He's sitting at the table in front of there. He's the youngest gentleman up there, I believe. 
Oh, they point him out in court. When you came into contact with the defendant, did he say anything to you? Sidebar. Oh, don't do that. Audio. There's ozone. Do you think ozone could give a dissertation on what ozone is? Well, that's just sad. Jessica, Florida's a beautiful place. A lot of fun. Disney World's there. What did he say to you? You already know who I am. You know what I'm capable of. I saved the officers here in Georgia. Things could have been a lot worse. To, to what, what, what was that statement from? What was your question? I simply asked him, would you like to speak to detectives in regards to the case? Your Honor, I do have, some, I do have a case I can share with you. custodial interrogation. This case is an 11th Circuit Court of Appeals case, Your Honor. I, it was the closest case I could find on point. This was a case where an individual was accused of murder and a detective by the name of McEachin with the Bay County Sheriff's Office uh, was had questioned him. And the issue became uh, when he asked the guy where he, he asked the suspect uh, while he was in custody. Uh, where were you on the night of the murder? And the defendant or the suspect said, I didn't mean to kill that man. 
The 11th Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that that question was not uh, custodial interrogation. And it's, on, it's under head note two and three. He was not read Marine, the judge. And in fact, he had even said something about an attorney. Yes, my apologies. Sorry guys, I'm changing clothes for like the fourth time today. said yes obviously there would have been an interrogation so they're trying to put the cart before the horse it should have you should have been read miranda but have had the opportunity to talk or not talk t-rex what's up your honor miranda is immaterial in this it's whether or not there was custodial interrogation the state agrees he was in custody it was a voluntary spontaneous statement that had nothing to do with the question that was asked therefore it was not interrogation it was a voluntary and spontaneous statement he didn't respond to the question he said hey you know who i am you know what i'm capable of that is voluntary and spontaneous 
So that guy's the prosecution, right? The little um, dude. It, it may be concerning, Judge. With all due respect, I don't think it makes the statement custodial, the pro product of custodial interrogation. Yeah, it does. Could you imagine he gets off for not being read as Miranda? Right? The only thing I need, Judge, is I think on the record, I need the court to acknowledge that he had identified the defendant. Okay. Yes, sir. May I have just a moment? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I do have a few more questions. Hopefully these are better than your last ones, Billy Bob. All rise for the jury. All right, guys. So the deal is, um, <laughs> camels are cool. They have the A red, right? The camel. Yes, sir. Thank you, Your Honor. Thank you, Your Honor. I want to talk to you for a minute about duty belts and tasers. If you are you familiar with the Daytona Beach Police Department duty belts? Yes, sir, I am. Okay, so just kind of how they're set up. Uh, typically, where would you? Where would an officer put the gun? Where would the holster for the gun? Your firearm is on your dominant or strong side. Um, whatever side you generally write with is the side that is your strong side. They're going to say so if you're right-handed, you're on your right side, left-handed, left side. Intend to shoot him. Okay. Uh, what about the taser uh, holster? Is it on the same side or all this? No, so generally the taser is on the opposite side. Um, it's worn in what's called a cross-drawn, um, which is essentially the, the, call it the butt of the, the taser is facing forward as opposed to your firearm is facing backwards. Um, you generally reach across with your strong hand to the, to the taser in order to grab it. That way your strong hand is always in control of the, the weapon in hand. Okay. No further questions. Nothing, Your Honor. Thank you very much. Uh, excuse me. Okay. Your Honor, the next witness is the one I discussed. He just got an update that the Brian Koberger case in Idaho. It was sent to me by Miami Spice. Uh, they are asking for no cameras in the court. Red Antoine. Red Antoine. No cameras. 
What do you guys think about that? You guys know I make my own rubber bands? It's amazing what you find out about the expert on these long days of streaming. Yes, they both are. The families want it to be a public trial. Weird, right? Tomorrow they're going to be in court asking or debating it. Now remember, federal courts don't have cameras. So, we, right here, we like me who thinks everything ought to be on camera. Oh, don't you though? There's been so much. Oh, hey, how many of y'all want to hate me real quick? What if I said that I think there's a, oh, what happened? Okay, they went to sidebar. All you're seeing is the uh, county seal. So we still get to see the top right corner you. that little bit if you're on a phone or something. That's, we still get to see that. Oh, wait, you don't get to see it at all because I got my stupid live up there. Okay. Yes, sir. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Would you please this tell us who you are? My name is Brett Antoine. Would you spell your last name, please? A-N-T-W-I-N-E. And uh, where do you work, sir? Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. How long you been with the ATF? Since 2009. Whereabouts? Sir? Where? Six years in the state of Georgia. Yes, sir. Talk to us a little bit. Educate us about what you do and your duties and responsibilities at ATF. Um, I'm an investigator for the you ATF. Had work, I dude? investigate crimes against so US. If I send you a link, you want to come on? Purview of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. Uh, violent crimes with firearms and uh, uh, both are. And alcohol, tobacco, investigations as well. Okay. And where's your field office located? Atlanta. Okay. Oh, they're the ones that had the. I want to draw your attention to uh, June of 2021. Okay. Did you become Olympic involved Park. in an operation? Richard Jewell. Did y'all ever see that movie with uh, Clint Eastwood? Did. the name of Ethel Wallace. Yes, sir. And how did you become involved? Um, I was contacted by the U.S. Marshals Task Force, and I uh, asked to come to the scene where they had a. Uh, taken Mr. Wallace into custody and review where he was taken at to see if there was any evidence. Yeah, this is the ATF agent. Taken into custody or what needed to be done if there was evidence to take it into custody. Oh. Was, this a, was this on or about June 26, 2021? Oh. Yes, sir, it was. When you arrived at the property, was it day or night? Day or night? It was nighttime, early in the morning. Early in the morning? So it was dark? Yes, sir, it was. Okay. When you need to get that call, 4 a.m. So you got you to the compound, then what'd you do? Upon my arrival, I met with some of the U.S. Marshals Task Force guys, and they uh, took me back to where Mr. Wallace was apprehended. 
Okay, was, did, did you notice the tree house? I did, yes, sir, that's where they took me. Okay, and so you got taken to the treehouse, didn't you? Um, I walked this up the stairs and with a uh, task force guy and Any went through the door inside to get an idea of what we were looking at. Did you see any, any weapons or firearms? I observed what I believe to be firearms within the structure. Okay, so then what did you do, sir? I advised the local uh, task force guys that we need to back out and get a search warrant to go ahead and search the structure and see if we could find anything of evidence and see if the firearms, what appeared to be firearms, were actually firearms. Oh, it wasn't now the going to get better. It was obtained. And who was who was the person who was going to execute that search? Hello, Hello. Baker. I wound up executing No, I'm doing fine. Okay. And you look like you're sitting second On the same day, June 26, 2021? Yes, sir. Lawyer's and desk right there. Where was the location that you saw? Yeah. The treehouse oh, itself. And the warehouse was looking back oh, at the the courtroom. <laughs> You're the lawyer looking back going, can somebody help me with this? Yeah. Don't think Am I, I in the right happened. room? Yeah. Talk to us about executing the search warrant. I've actually when you seen went that happen. Back into the structure once the search warrant was obtained, uh, what did you do? Um, I took a video of the outside as best I could, being in the dark, and it's a tall set of stairs that were really, really you having shaky, a good day, so Baker? at the top of the stairs, I stood there. I was supposed to start a new to trial today, but uh, they are still delayed waiting for the children. Again, I was using a flashlight so, to try to Hopefully, we'll video. start tomorrow, was but the, uh, what were the stairs? I have to go and do a sentencing in that case. A, we finished kind of nervous walking up those stairs. Four months Permission ago. to approach the witness, you know. How do you keep up with all this? With all the what? All the cases. On YouTube or in real life? Well, either one. Well, I mean, I just stopped... how do you, like, the real life cases, but how do you keep up when they're going to be in everything? Because we got a, a notice from court yes, sir. Uh, saying, remember to be here on this day at this time. But at some time, because I'm on the first, I'm the first person they call if they need someone. Sometimes I have like four or five cases at one time. I've already then ruled that ruling stands. Oh, that's your uh, item will be admitted yeah. as evidence. I'm yeah. assuming is redacted or not redacted. So. No, I was wondering how you keep okay. up with it on we YouTube. With my sorry. Ruling. Yes, sir. Yes, well, sir. I have a, a lot of nice there. people who send me suggestions. So, uh, and if they look interesting, I jump onto one of them. And luckily, I have Jamie to keep me entertained because single chairing a case, you're just sitting here there. thinking. It'll disappear. Especially if it's a boring case. You can do a lot of things, you do a lot of reading. Yeah, Google uh, Marketplace is a great place. Can you proceed? There you go. Oh, here you go. Okay, we're going to roll it and then just kind of have you take a look at it.
So this is the tree house he was Could living in, huh? Is this Black Nationalist Treehouse? Back it up. Yeah. There you go. Right. Oh, look, just want you. Could you come down two. for just a moment, please? Me. Yes, so what are they planning? Right. And if you'd stand over to the side, so the jury can see. I just want you to point out. You indicated that you'd seen some some weapons or firearms. Could you point out weapons or firearms that you saw when uh, at the when you testified earlier? What can you bring in? Yeah, she never she never joins me on my streams, but everyone else's when I show up, she's there. Pictures cast here, but it's in the hand. Okay, with the pistol with Glock 17. Yes. Okay, there and. Was Nuts the uh, rifle uh, an AK type rifle? Yes. Did it have a banana clip? Yes, sir. Banana clip. Okay, okay. Make sure you keep your voice up so they can hear. I apologize. Yes, the, um, the rifle would have a banana So the other feed's not showing this either. So curve magazine, that would be it there. That would be the pistol grip, and then this is the uh, what should be our. Do you hear that? The he said this turned out to be a pistol okay. brace. You can slash uh, shoulder stock. Well, the slash is my emphasis. Baker, that may not mean anything for you, and I can explain to you off screen. But that's a big thing, especially I know Volstorm. He knows what it means. It's the one Basically. that goes in if you're if you're disabled, so you can yeah yeah use your exactly, arm yeah, instead of it. your shoulder. That's I, it. I watched exactly. the hearing. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Permission to approach again, Your Honor. Me? I'd like to show you what's in more space. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You recognize that? Yes, sir. Fair and accurate representation? Yes, sir. What is that? A steel shot, man. Right? The, the bunk beds with the firearms owner under the mattress. Where did it go? At this time, Your Honor, I asked you to steel shot in depth. Any objection? Just stay based on the prior. Okay. Court's prior ruling stands. Uh, it will be admitted as a. Permission to publish to the jury. How are you going to do? Oh, yes, you may proceed. Why is the sound so bad in this courtroom? So the other cameras, those are the courtroom's cameras. Oh, actually, I'm going to go back to them right now. Uh, then they've got this camera is the one that's back, down back again, for please, the, media, the court's permission. The media yes. camera is not good. No, it's a little blurry. Agent Antoine, or Special Agent Antoine. But uh, could you just uh, point out to the jury what you previously testified to regarding the weapons that you were testifying about? Yes, sir. The, the rifle was under Guys, the please hit the like partially. button. Again, here's the banana please make sure you're subscribed to. Okay, thank you. Yes, 
you can take that off. Now I want to talk to you about what you found and what you took custody of. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, did you take custody of a Glock 17 9 millimeter pistol? I did. Come on, man. Do you recall, did you record a serial number as you took it? And what was that serial number? N is in November, S is in Sierra, M is in Motel, 913. So NSM913. Was the Glock loaded? Yes, sir. Okay, had a clip in it? I did have a magazine in it, yes, sir. Okay, did, did you clear that magazine or did you leave it like it was? Left it like it was. Okay, at some point in time, did you determine how many rounds? I was determined there was 16 rounds in the magazine and one in the chamber. Now, what does that mean, 16 in the, in the, in the clip and one in the chamber? What, uh, how was uh, that, what does that mean? Um, the magazine there's 17 the total part of the firearm that holds the ammunition in a semi-automatic uh, firearm. Once the ammunition is loaded into the magazine, then the magazine would be inserted into the firearm. And then in order to load the weapon to make it ready to fire, you would have to charge the weapon or I think the common term would be a rack of weapon. So you would rack what? the slide and that motion rack. You would, push like the you would load the weapon. top of the magazine yeah. into the chamber. And then at that point, you would charge uh, the weapon. Round in the magazine. It's not a rail gun. While there's one round in the chamber, makes the weapon ready to fire. <laughs> yes. Okay, I, so you don't. We have don't have the Second Amendment. I know more about weapons than police officers. This guy is the federal agent that's in charge okay. of illegal Did guns. Did you also uh, find a black DeSantis holster? Yes, sir. Now, what did you do with those items? The Glock 17, the mag, the ammunition, and the holster. Ultimately, he's in an assault holster, so now holsters. Ultimately, we took it into um, custody, um, into ATF custody, and then after that, we would have transferred it down to Daytona Beach. Okay. Okay, and I'll get into a little bit more about your process there in a minute. Let's finish up with, did you find ammunition uh, yes, sir. up there? Several containers of ammunition? Yes, sir. And approximately, or a, a minimum of how many rounds? We determined to be more in excess of 500 rounds. Did you take the uh, AK type of uh, uh, long gun in the, in the, did you seize that as well? We did, yes sir. Okay, now did you also provide that to Daytona Beach PD? We did not. That's still at ATF custody? Correct, it is, yes sir. Okay. Were there any rounds for you, the uh, AK? Yes, sir. There were rounds in the magazine. Okay. And you said it was a banana clip? Yes, sir. Banana clip. How many... is not a sickle clip. Typically, that, that particular clip, do you know how many rounds it's capable of? It's a magazine. It was a 30-round magazine. Clip goes into a, uh, a different deal. Like an M1 Grand or a Nagent or an uh, SKS Permission stripper clip. Permission to approach the witness, Your Honor. Yeah, the pipe uh, bullet loaders. I think it's behind you. Speed Thank loaders. You. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Gosh, man. How come the guy First from time... Norway knows more about this than other people? I'm from fucking Denmark. That's what I say. Norway. Norway. Is that a country? Before that, Your Honor, apparently Yeah, it I used to be under the Danish the crown, too. Oh, well, that's Pero, half of it. I guess exhibit number. Pedorowski is uh, from... Jason. 
from Norway. Well, I'm sorry, Denmark. You know what is the White Rabbit? I know she's called you Norwegian. Exhibit 25. She doesn't like me. She blocks already. See. Yes, you kept it straight. Okay, thank you. My first right. time, uh, I, we, I, I went into the military in, in high school. Uh, in school, you can go on. Now you want to approach the witness? Oh. And we we shot in a Garand. How guns were oh. that old? And uh, we learned about uh, thumb trap. Uh, grand thumb. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. Could you judge with your permission? He, probably there's a greater than Grand Thumb. To the front. Yeah. Okay. I love the guy. M1 Grands are sweet. Yeah, it's a great weapon to shoot. I uh, I don't like the... We have the AR model now. I don't like that one. You can't feel shooting it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. You're like... I swear, man, we are related. It's, my family's from Germany, if that counts. Yeah, they got to have some sort of relation, dude. Because I'm that way. It's like I don't like these little sissy things. So it, you can't feel it. If uh, you can't get a black eye shooting it wrong, then it's not a real weapon. There you go. Okay, are there two serial numbers on this thing? There are, there's one on the slide, and then there's one on the... Huck, what's up? Norwegians created modern-day resi ramp and foam pit that BMX bikers still use to this day. Fun fact. But it's not Denmark. Well, like the Swedes, they, they think they don't belong to us, but someday. Dude, I support you, yeah. Uh, the reunification of Norway. And they have all the oil, so we would really like them back. Reunification of Denmark. We're, uh, I don't know. It is White Rabbit's fault. Yeah, yes, everything is White Rabbit's fault. Hopefully, she's not around. She's getting ready. We gotta go. We have a date tonight. You were in the custody and control from the time you took it. You and Taco uh, Tuesday to, to tonight, too. Secure location? Yes, sir. Oh, was. yeah. We're anyway, not going to be doing Taco Tuesday tonight. We logged it into evidence and then I was trying turned to it over to it. the vault custodians who locked you it into the You want it? You do Taco Tuesday. No, because I have no, so start my own trial tomorrow, so I need some sleep. I can't sit up all night. Custodians and those custodians it's just actually uh, physically put it into the vault on whatever location they choose it goes in. Did you take it back out at some point? We did. And what for what purpose? to take it to Daytona Beach Police Department. And did you do that? Yes, sir, we did. You turned it over to the folks at the Daytona Beach Police Department? Yes, sir, we did. Okay. And was the, from the time you took it out of the evidence locker until the time you turned it over to Daytona Beach CPD, was it within the department's custody? Absolutely, yes, sir. Okay. Your Honor, at this time, I'd ask to move the exhibit into evidence. Any objection? Without objection, admitted as evidence. May proceed. No, oh, dude, bend with the knees. Bend with the knees. Oh, you don't mind showing the one box. George got a creak in her neck. Because I mean, why are they? 
They could have taken a picture of that. They're really fond of the oh, thank you. The things stuck on cardboard. You know why? The guy's probably having an affair with a paralegal, and she came up with it, and so he let her use zip ties and a uh, um, a foam board so she can act important. And the fact is, he's just having a, he's just sleeping with her. I'm not. That that would probably be the best explanation why they do it. Yeah. Because some. 21 year old said oh do you know what i think could be cute yeah it is dude I tell oh dude it's so bad it's so bad in the legal profession did you see know. uh gosney's uh short stream the other day about the uh, biases or how you make your uh, how to determine stuff uh something is because an expert told you and something is because you're the smartest guy in the room and one of them was uh because people are pretty, and I just had to wrote, uh, write horny bosses hire the worst co-workers because uh, they don't care if they can work; they just want to try. Have you noticed? I mean, there's, I mean, no offense, Baker, but there's a reason why I like having you on here. Yeah, because uh, you know uh, I'm gonna simp for you all the time. Dude, I've gotten three messages from uh, chicks that say, uh, hey, are you sending out links? And I was like, why, you want to come up here and say something to Baker? Hey, you want to know who one of them is? It's not fair. Hey, guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I get a response. I'm waiting for that one. I know one that said, don't you dare. I said, I'll let you up here. Don't you dare. Yes, sir. Did you tell him that? The you know, she called me last before. night a troublemaker. Oh, Pharaoh, I didn't you, look Jen. to see if you sent me a message. Baker's great eye candy plus he's smart double man. <laughs> Sometimes you can't get both. Oh, look, Mrs. K. Griff says she'll take a, uh, an invite. See? One thing I don't understand about American trials, there's just about as much downtown time as watching an NFL game. All right, cross-examination. Dude, that's what I'm thinking. Going like, why? Why do why do people love watching this so much? Because I could do this whole thing in 30 minutes. Okay. The I first, mean, you just take out that whole segment wherever DNA gets brought in. That's all gone. Yeah. Uh, I want get rid of the and closing arguments. No, but but get rid of why are you an expert? Because the jury doesn't care. Is Make that, that a so pretrial motion. Send it to the defense or the prosecution. Say we bring in this guy. He went to Yale. Yes. And, and make time limits on opening and closing statements. 30 minutes. If you can't do it in 30 minutes, you should go back to law school. Oh, that's a long opening statement. Uh, the expert thing, that's what gets me. That's why. That's one of the things about me do, using the name the expert because it's nobody cares. There is no qualification for it. it the biggest qualification I've ever heard is, have you ever been on trial before as an expert? No. Well, then how do you get to be an expert? So it's just 
you just got to find somebody where you're the only person in the room that knows what they're talking about. And all of a sudden, that'll be your qualifier. But it's just, it's stupid. Tomorrow, um, when my case starts, it's the fourth time this lady is on trial. It was, oh, wow. uh, the, the Supreme Court struck Those it down because that paint drying the expert didn't have the expertise to say what he said. Recovered from the treehouse. Paint drying expert. Yes, sir. When you executed the search warrant. Because he looked on a picture and said that paint had been, not been dried for more, dry for more than four hours. Is, is that where the pictures I'm looking at a picture. It, they are. Dude, there's a, they were. So. Fair and accurate representations. Yes, sir. It says it on the gallon. The, the objection? Your Honor, uh, Did you watch my stream yesterday? Because I said we have a it has to do, it says you can paint it again in four hours and in 24 yeah. hours you can wash it down. Yes. He was looking at a picture and say, well, she's this... saying it was eight hours. It couldn't be. I'm sorry. Can I see How it? can you tell? But uh, that's the only reason I want to watch that trial, because uh, a paint drying expert getting the case thrown uh, away. But that's just so stupid. But um, it, it's kind of like watching the Murdoch trial with all the financial experts. Those people oh, have yeah. never been laid in their life. If they didn't make money, they couldn't get any tail. Dude, what do you think? Like, um, the third question they ask you on your law school interests. Uh, right, yes, Your Honor. We we'd object based on our previous motion in limine and the reasons stated there. Thank you, Your Honor. So I went over this one because it showed you what the evidence was. And I've got a You ready to Yeah. Okay. Permission to publish to the jury, Your Honor. You may do so. What is that photograph of, sir? 7.62 by, uh, 7 by 39 millimeter ammunition. It's uh, AK ammunition. Ammunition that would fit into the, the, the firearms of the, the AK that you seized? Yes, sir. And could we go to the next picture? Had a look. Sir, that, are these the ones that you I'll took look, out yes, of the tree? That is the ammunition I took from that firearm. <laughs> And what's that a picture of? That's a picture of the firearm. Okay. That you see from the treehouse. Correct. Yes, sir. Okay. Same. Yes, sir. Same uh, rifle or long gun. Yes, sir. What's that on top of? That's the magazine that would have held the ammunition. Uh, we we take them out to make the firearm safe before we store them, and then we will uh, zip tie the magazine to the firearm itself and separate the ammunition from it. Okay. And that's the banana, the banana clip you testified would hold 30 rounds? No. Nope. Yes, sir. That's okay. a sickle magazine. Send to the witness, Your Honor. All right. Any cross-examination? Yes, sir. No. Have, have we had... We, we saw the video. Have we had any evidence? We're talking a lot about guns and stuff like that, but why? It's kind of like the murder trial. A lot of evidence, but nothing about the crime. 
No, there's nothing. I mean, they show the officer was killed. We proceed. Good afternoon, Special Agent. Then they vaguely make it. Now, when you, that, uh, you first went uh, out, you uh, looked at the um, at the treehouse just to see what you had, and then after that, you decided to go back. Like, I really don't know what the relevancy of this is. See, this is where my just, brain goes. Now, when you were up on the treehouse, I'm sure you were looking around. Oh, I need to come in here and show all this down below. And you have right? You have 15 people who have been sitting just as long as you, listening to these idiots for so, seven so bucks a day, initially got their nose thinking about okay. how their uh, boss is going to be pissed off when they go layout? back to work. Yes. Okay. So when you went yeah. out a just second keep talking. time and you, and you videotaped it, or did you videotape it at night? I videoed it at, when it was dark. Yes. When it was dark. And then when you got the search warrant, you went up during the day, and then you were able to see your surroundings, right? Yes, and when you're standing on that little porch area before you enter and you look around, you can see the barn down there. You can probably see the main house, all that sort of stuff. Uh, the main house would have been to my back looking into the treehouse. I don't recall a barn. Um, I do recall a Connex container to my left okay. and some woods to my right and to the what would have been on the back side of the treehouse. Yeah. Well, when you're on the, the porch area, would you agree that you're sub significantly higher than the ground level absolutely okay and that kind of gives you advantage point when you're standing up there over anybody that might be around you or it could i'm i'm not sure what you're asking me as to well, what it could I, I can tell you what i saw okay all right okay so you're up there and then you when you searched you found um an assortment of uh ammunition right yes sir how many total rounds I didn't do a total round count because there were so many and it was that early in the morning. Okay. And uh, you found uh, oh, the uh, AK style rifle? Yes, sir. And uh, that had that banana magazine in it? Yes, sir. And uh, there were 30 rounds in it, but would it hold more than 30 rounds? I don't recall. They do make banana mag style magazines that do hold more rounds, but I don't recall what the actual number because most of these things you actually have to fill them to find out if they're going to hold one more than what it says or one less than what it says so I, I didn't test that no sir okay. and that AK style uh, rifle that's a uh, semi-automatic is it yes sir do a lot of damage with that can you yes sir. okay and then you found uh, um, the the uh, Glock 17 is he not moving and that was fully loaded it wasn't fully loaded Okay. No. Um, were there other nine millimeter shells in the in the treehouse? I don't recall at this time what all calibers were there and what were not. Okay. But he still has but, sound, right? I guess my point is, is yeah, yeah, is sounds fine. Mr. Wallace being in that treehouse was somewhat heavily armored, wasn't he? Not? There was ammunition. Right, and there were multiple. Reload. But why <laughs> ask if you can do a lot of damage with a gun? I can do a lot of damage with a twenty-two. Anything else? I just have to I do, do a lot do down to this. Fist of Fury. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's such it's uh it's so prejudicial for a juror who they don't know a lot, so they hear a lot of this on the media and whatnot. This is where the Can defense fails. And it's like, you know, you object to it and say, What what is what is a lot? And you say yeah. a lot of damage. What is a lot? Like what are yeah. you damaging? Um you Two know. inches can be a lot in, in certain circumstances. 
I know. And a minute could be a really long time. But it's that's why I get so annoyed watching trials because it's kind of like it, they get paid by by the minute. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, attorneys do. They yeah, charge that's triple, probably the problem. Triple in court. In uh, Denmark, you have to have uh, the judge sign off uh, on your bill because it goes through the state most of it. Because uh, 145, judge. You approved the... Or you have appointed one if you can't afford one. Right, a lot of them. Break. But a lot of the lawyers always try to put in, oh, but I have to drive, and that's like uh, half an hour, so that's extra time. Nope. You get paid by the mile, not by the hour when you're driving. Oh, wow. Okay, so they're taking a break. Yeah, and O-Line Red, you're probably right that he could have done a lot of damage to the SWAT team, but it hasn't got anything to do with uh, what he's, he's on trial for. What yeah. weapon did he shoot him with? I don't know what... He, yeah, I don't even know. This isn't the weapon that was used on the officer. This is just what they found somewhere. Yeah. Well, hell, if I were Ozone, I'd be like... I'll just sleep in a treehouse, man. I didn't know that was there. Not um, my mine. prints on it. My DNA. I didn't use it. What if, who cares? What if he bought it the next day? What if he went out to a store, bought it legally, you know, everything he's supposed to do the very next day? He yeah. did. I mean, he's. Yeah, and uh, uh, the clock. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably what, you, what you're using. Um, and Volstrom. I just know that uh, because when they go to see the the clients, it's uh, probably somewhere in uh, in a facility that's paid for by the state. So uh, that's what they try. And we had lawyers doing uh, the Chinese sickness uh, that try to uh, get money for driving when everything was on Zoom. So if you can uh, scrape together another dollar, you do it. But uh, the judges are real tough on that uh, uh, in Denmark. A penny saved is a penny earned. You know, we have to save, uh, or the court system has to save their money too. So uh, it's an ongoing fight with, oh, you've been here for two hours and 15 minutes, not three hours and, and stuff like that. So it's kind of different than the U.S. system. But tomorrow we, we're just going to go in and figure out a sentence for one guy and yeah, his lawyer's going to be there. The prosecution's going to be there. So again, that's 50,000 Danish or something just to have the crew getting into a room for maybe 20 minutes or 10 minutes. I don't even know how much it's uh, sometimes you just, you wonder why we just can't talk about it. And then uh, they can send them a message. Why do they have to show up in court? Yeah. But, uh, man, I'm looking at, I just got a new thing for, uh, Christmas Legos. Oh, they're polar bears. Sorry. 
I was like, I'm, I was trying to flip through the stuff and make sure all the feeds were going. And as I'm going through the tabs, and I'm like, wait a second, what's that? And I was like, it's Lego Polarverse. Whenever you're on stream with me, my uh, Lego thing pops up. Yeah, it's uh, kind of weird sometimes. Yeah, Amazon starts selling me wanting to sell me Legos. I'm like, yes, I like having you over here. Um, let's see here. Old Line Red got thirty dollars for Jury Day last month. I take I, I Jury Day every single day. They give me that. <laughs> I got uh, I got uh, roughly eighty bucks for for a day in court, and that's if I show up. So if I'm doing eight hours or I'm doing a minute, it's the same price. Oh. So some days uh, when we're done early on the way out, the door saying, oh, we're missing a juror for, uh, for the afternoon. Can you stay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. But I don't get paid for two trials. I only get paid for one. So uh, sometimes sucks. it's a good day and some day it, days it's a really bad day. You need to uh, see if you can stream from court. That's illegal in Denmark. So it's uh, illegal. Oh, well, that yeah. sucks. We have had. Uh, I've tried it two or three times when uh, we had some of the really bad guys on trial. Their friends standing outside and uh, and filming the courtroom. And that's some people don't like it. I don't care. You know, it's, uh, it's funny. Cameras never bothered me. It's like uh, they're everywhere. You know, so I don't, I don't know. Even though it's funny, so I caught myself as soon as I said cameras don't bother me. Something I am bothered about is I don't like government taking pictures of our license plates. And because I'm like, why are you doing that? We've gone a hundred years with license plates that didn't have. Every time we go through an intersection, the government's taking a picture of our license plate. Every time we're parked in a, they now put on our police cars these little cameras at the uh, corners of the car where they drive through the parking lot and they can they're scanning everybody's police, uh, everybody's police, everybody's um, license plate. And I'm like, just stop, man! I'm not a criminal just because I'm in public. No, and, and they all and, say, and, oh, we're doing it for this, just... but crime doesn't go down. But it's just to, to see if uh, your taxes are paid on the car or the, your insurance is in order. We have had uh, police cars with that too. But today, uh, we talked about yesterday about the crime zones. We just had a, a new gang package uh, announced by the government. Uh, so, so now I think there's 40 new things to keep young people away from gangs and gangs away from the streets and stuff like that. Another thing is just higher, higher sentencing and uh, bigger fines. And uh, we are so backed up in the court system. We don't have any uh, room in the jails, but still, just put them in there for longer because it always works. Just look at the America. It, oh, our, tough uh, tough on crime really works because uh, no one wants to be a criminal if you could go away for life. Yeah, because but every nobody, criminal thinks it's weird. Are there is no? I don't think there is anything uh, like uh, tough on crime. I don't think there is such a thing. And because the the biggest examples that I always hear is like uh, our marijuana laws. Like, oh man, you can go to jail for five years for having a joint. 
but nobody ever does. No. And, you know, I doesn't mean that you can't be. It's just, it's weird. It's a very weird thing. What happened is, is that we have gotten our legislators, uh, they love to do knee-jerk reactions. And so something happens, say, like like a school shooting is a big one. Oh, we're going to ban guns now. And it's like, wait a second, today's a Tuesday, right? Why aren't we banning guns on a Tuesday? We have to wait till there's a school shooting for this to become a, a thing. Uh, so instead of in America, we have, I don't even know how the process works, but it's the model penal code. And it is a, a group of, you know, a committee of intellectual criminal justice or criminal law uh, attorneys and judges and professors. And they've um, basically taken where like uh, you've got um, common law and written it to how it would be as a statute, make it statutory law. And so like uh, about every state follows the model penal code and it's all it's good because it, it's common law is what it's based on. So you kind of have an idea, but then you get the knee jerkers, right? And they're yeah. like, Oh man, we've got this new thing called uh, Elon Musk. He's making electric vehicles. So we've got to, if you're speeding in an electric vehicle, nobody can hear it running. So we're going to triple the fine. You know, it's, it's, it's something that just, then they get to come back and say, Oh, we, we really are fighting against those evil, uh, silent cars it's something stupid like that that's what always happens with our legislature and it screws up our laws and that's why we have these uh our tough on crime our, our overcrowding everything is because there's so many stupid things but it sounds so just, good when you're going to be reelected. there you go there and, you go and nobody wants to be seen as soft on crime we we have a big controversy right now because uh, uh we used to have a blasphemy law And now, because uh, we have some right-wing nutjob who goes around burning uh, the holy book of a certain religion that causes trouble sometimes, uh, we're going to make a law that makes it uh, illegal to do anything unbe unbecoming to any religious symbol. And the judges are saying, how and what do you mean by that? Well, that's that's for you to find out. We make the laws. You have to govern. Uh, you have to... Uh, to rule on the laws. So you interpret the laws. And they are saying, well, we can't interpret that because um, there's a uh, there's a cross on the Danish, Danish flag. We burn our flags because you do that with old flags to, yeah. to symbolize, uh, send it back up to the Lord because the Lord gave us our flag. Yeah. And um, so is that a proper way to treat a flag? And if I can do it because I'm a Danish Christian, but... You uh, you uh, believe in the spaghetti monster, and you're not Danish. Do you uh, get fined under the new laws? It's the judges are saying we can't, we can't rule by these can laws. It It's just a knee-jerk law that sounds really good because you want to export to certain countries that has a lot of oil. Uh, and oh, yeah. but again, the politicians say, "I've been in politics for 20 years, and I hate it more now than yeah. ever." It's yeah. um, and again, Dude, it's that's just me, man. That's me. I was uh, I was in politics, and I was like, went to the law school, and thought you know it was gonna help me and stuff, and then I just got um, realized that I was just a more educated version of something I hated, 
and it's just it's dumb. It's yeah, just and, dumb. And and the big problem was when I I had a four year stretch in uh, in our local uh, city uh, city council. And what I found out, most of the people really like to talk during election campaigns. But if you if you suggested anything, oh, we can't do that. Why not? Yeah, well, ha we haven't done it before. Well, maybe we should try it. We have a deficit every single year. We're always trying to find some bugs. Maybe we should think differently. No, no. It's yeah. it's the same every year. And it's the good old boys club. No matter what side of the aisle you're from, the ones you've been there for 10 years with, you stick together and the new ones can just uh, burn out. So uh, I don't like it. Yeah, it's just but the I'm sad thing is two years. we're good. Good. I hope you I hope you win. Um are you telling me that I'm gonna have to start uh, studying um Denmark politics and uh take a trip over there and knock on doors for you? Do you guys have no knocking on doors? We started uh, maybe two elections ago, and I hate it because it's 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 kind of like uh, we have a lot of NGOs going around knocking on doors and say, "Hey, can you spare some money for Ukraine or kids in Africa?" And I see it as backing. And it's the same. The politician come by and knock on doors, say, "Oh, I brought some uh, some cakes. Do you have a cup of coffee? We can talk about my politics." Nope. You can get the f out of here. I'm I'm going to educate myself. I'm going to read about you because uh, yeah. they're trained to to sell sand in Sahara, and I don't want. Yeah, to, yeah I hear you. I want. There. I don't want to be sweet sweet talked by somebody. <laughs> it's uh, dude. You know, uh, my dad always called it uh, selling. Um, uh, was it selling ice cubes to an Eskimo? Yeah, we we have both of the same. an Eskimo. Yeah, that's awesome. Sand in Sahara. Uh, but yeah, man, that's the thing. You got, here, you got to have your push card has all your information on it. You know, you got your five issues or whatever it is, and you knock on the door and say, "Hey, I'm the broken baker. I'm running for this position. I really appreciate your support. Here's my information." And then say, "Can I put a yard sign in your yard?" We don't do yard signs. Uh, well, do yard some signs. do, but we we don't have. Uh... We have like three weeks. We can have uh, posters in the uh, in the light. Uh, do you do bumper stickers? Yeah, some of us do. I I, I do. I put uh, uh, on my car. You know where you tape. Uh, you cover your car with uh, with your court or, or with your uh, election stuff. Oh, you stuff. do a, a a wrap like you wrap. Your yeah, car. kind of a wrap. Yeah. So. Oh wow! But but I just hate that. It's so phony to go out there and say, oh, I really, I, I did, uh, I was called in, we had a, a a new new party for the last election. They called me and said, oh, well, we need someone with experience. Can you come? And I told them, we, we need three rock solid points. If you wake me at two in the morning, I can name those three points. And everyone ah. can do that. And um, And we need some visuals to when we're standing in the street so we can show it. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Never, never did any of that, and I've run four or five campaigns before that. You need some really clear visuals, and not. Well, I have twenty-five issues. Yeah, no one. It's like this courtroom. No Nobody's one listens after the third. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
listen, dude, I have to move my party to the car. Cause, yeah, uh, and uh, I don't know what yes, time sir. Is. Uh, I think now is the proper time when the jury came I'm about probably with defenses. Off, so, uh, uh, you want me to stay on to do the stipulation? Got gotcha. you. You want me to just read it right into the record? Do you have time? It's like uh, five minutes. You have something. a witness lined up, though? We did, Judge. Jonathan, I have jury. Trump's chocolate in, my, uh, in one of my cupboards behind me. No problem. I would be the only one in Denmark, and people will hate me, but my daughter bought a Maka t-shirt when we were in Washington. That's uh, no, awesome. No, a Maka hoodie. That's and, awesome. Uh, you unfroze it, right? Well, I was the only Dane I heard about that thought he, this guy would win. That's awesome. But how many That's more witnesses awesome. today, you think? Of me, I said, just to wait. All right, we're going to talk to you sometime out, outside of all this stuff. Um, yeah. All right, I've got to run to the car, yeah. and I'm going to set up. White Rabbit's driving. Um, all right, can you sit here for five minutes? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have well, to. Go away. I, I read the chat and yell at them if uh, they say something stupid. Awesome. You guys have a better uh, better uh, host now. Baker, thank you so much. And, uh, guys, I'll be back here in, like, five minutes. Yeah, Let's go. say hello to Rabbit. Yeah, I'll say hi to her. Yeah, say how not to I, block I, me. How do I unplug everything here? Jonathan, uh, if... Um... Hello. Jonathan, uh, in Denmark, you can't have an, any other opinion than the Democrats are right. Our uh, coverage of the American politics is CNN a day later translated into American. So that's uh, why we do it. And uh, everyone, yeah, I'm babysitting now. Hey, Mama C. Mimsy, not Mama C. And, um, but politics, it's, it's just for rich people who try to, uh, to get richer. And uh, us stupid people who uh, think we will make a difference, we just spend the money and uh, and run. And last time I had so much stress, I was, I was fearing a heart attack. But it's only for three weeks. Hey, Miami. Yeah, but, but Jonathan, have you ever met the internet? There's a lot of stupid people on the internet. So, uh, yeah, Wallstrom, because I watch a lot of stuff on the YouTubes, whatever comes the next day from America in Danish television, unless it's something really big, uh, I would have seen it the day before because they just need to translate and send it home. But they have a guy sitting in, in Washington, and he, he just reiterates what they said on uh, CNN. Hey, Iris. I'm the captain now. But uh, this is the fun about uh, YouTube, because uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And uh, no matter what, we still have to keep our mouth running so uh, people don't go away and uh, the expert loses some viewers. And 
I don't have to grief the expert. Everyone loves him. Everyone knows he's amazing. So uh, remember, tickle the little like, thummy. The expert likes when you touch his thumb, thumb and other places. So uh, please do that. And um, yeah, I, I'm Captain Baker now. And uh, I really liked him to keep the court up so I had something to talk about. But uh, Farrell, everyone but you. Because uh, you weren't there when I was talking about uh, the Framke case today. But that's okay. I love you too, Farrell. Jessica, yeah. I'm I'm I never I I watched a, a football match earlier, a real football, not the handache kind you Americans try to call football. That's sport is the only thing I watch on television, and uh, more or less everything else I watches I watches on YouTube, uh, on YouTube because I don't need some expert to tell me. Yeah, I need this the expert to tell me what I should think. But uh, if I open Danish television, I'm just gonna get some really lefty journalist telling me how I should think, and I don't like that. Gigi, take care of yourself. Shizzy, no man juice today. There's only coffee because I need to go get to bed. Uh, I have to go to court tomorrow. René Miette, it's, yes, only uh, Soccer is not a word we use. Well, dictionary, I don't know. want to know what he's touching. But uh, if he likes it, let's do it. Well, I, I, I won't let experts, but the expert, the expert, I have to pronounce it the correct way because it's an English audience. Uh, I would, uh, I will always listen to him. Well, Miette, I, I don't know. Uh, it's to me, it looks kind of German. I don't know why, but um, th that's why I try to pronounce it in a German way. So, uh, but Wallström, how can you? Oh, it's French. Well, there's two T's, yeah, then, then you should pronounce them. It's a long time since I had French, ladies. Yeah, listen to the expert, don't let him touch any buttons. But uh, that's probably what happened now. He was going to the car and now. Uh, probably can't get back into StreamYard and then I have to sit here for hours and entertain you people keeping his watch hours going. But I'll happily do it because there's always the lovely people in chat. And uh, sadly, I can't invite anyone, but uh, that could be fun. Then we could just uh, make a party. We could make the Taco Tuesday that uh, he's uh, denying you today. But if he's going on a date with his wife, I can understand why he don't want to do... Uh, the Taco Tuesday. So, well, Renee, maybe maybe he lets her do it. It would be uh, more entertaining than uh, listening to the Jody Aries nasty stuff. So, uh, 
if you like that kind of thing that's okay but um yeah but uh, taco tuesday is always at uh, 3 a.m my time so it's it's so annoying you americans can't uh, have a normal time zone so i can have all the fun with you people i only get to entertain you during the daytime hours and uh then I have to sleep while you have you have all the fun. And all the nice people, MG Law, he, he keeps inviting me on for his uh, four o'clock streams. So, and I try to wake up, but sometimes I need to sleep because I'm an old man. And uh, if I have to be here for six or seven hours uh, sitting here, then uh, I need more than four hours a night. Well, Lefty, I don't look down on Americans. I just know we are superior. No. I only look down at Sweden, uh, people from Sweden. That's the only people I don't like. So, uh, I don't uh, I don't practice law. I'm what's known as a layman in Denmark. So, I'm a professional juror. Uh, I'm, I am a baker. That's why I have the name. But for the last 12 or 16 years, I can't remember. I'm old. I've been doing what's called a layman. So in Denmark, in the lower court system, we have one judge and two laymen for every trial, if it's a criminal trial. And um, that's what my background in law is. is uh, I've done a lot of cases uh, during my time as a layman. So uh, I only know how to be a juror. I don't know how to be uh, a judge or a lawyer. But I've seen a lot of lawyers, and I've seen a lot of judges, and I've seen a lot of different cases. And uh, that's one of the things that had taught me that I think a lot of people on YouTube doesn't get is you have to remember the defendant is innocent until proven guilty. And uh, that's one of the things I learned doing this layman duty because sitting in a courtroom with uh, a guy with uh, if the police or something written across his uh, knuckles and full face tattoos and uh, a laundry list of prior convictions doesn't make him guilty but as a human being you tend to see a defendant as well they wouldn't bring a case against him if he wasn't guilty so that's what i really like to do when i cover cases is try to keep an open mind because that's what i'm doing in um, uh when i do my layman duty so uh that that's a different view to to the law system and and i think uh, when i watch cases i get so annoyed with lawyers because in denmark they don't talk as much as they do in the us and uh, as and a layman who have been i have had the lawyers who really want to talk everything to death and have the ones who just keeps keep it straight and uh, i know which ones are easier to follow along with oh and i have to i met some some no law practice i name yet uh, have you watched any of it taco tuesday with miami spice and baker she'll be too big well it's probably me i would be tongue-tied being in the same room or on the same stream as her Plow comes in here. Kids literally couldn't get to school. In Denmark, we don't plow our roads until it's really bad. 
We live in Nordic countries. We can drive in snow. Yeah, MTIU is streaming tonight. Uh, MT might be streaming tonight. So uh, he can finish Bradyon. Yeah, Bradyon was one of my one of the cases I streamed earlier. That's uh, a really good example of why you shouldn't be a pro se litigant. Because uh, when you're that stupid, you should probably have a lawyer. I'm missing some part of the a conversation. Oh, all blacks, that's rugby. So I understand that one. Maybe it's a, a, a vlogger out uh, talking uh, to someone online, Jen. But uh, I was trying, I'd just been to Switzerland uh, where my sister lived, and I was walking around trying to, to tape something so I could put a video together or, or put something up on YouTube. And the first time I, I tried walking and talking at the same time, and people were just staring at me, I thought, well, it's way easier to be a YouTuber because you just sit here and talk to this little eye in the sky and uh, all you people in chat, I can't see you and I I can always picture you naked. Some of you shouldn't be naked, but I still picture you naked. So it's really easy to talk to you. But walking along the street, trying to speak into the eye in the sky and the people that you're supposed to picture naked are standing next to you and pointing at you, that's, uh, that's kind of different. So uh, I'm not a good vlogger. Farrell, it still hurts. Lefty, is there any other way to, to watch you than uh, with my mind's eye naked? It's not a pretty sight. I, uh, yeah, it's, but still, that's how uh, I cope with uh, doing streams where, because it's kind of weird being a YouTuber because I have to fill a lot of air now, not physically, even though I do, because I don't know if uh, the expert is ever logging back on and uh, I can't end the stream. I could leave the studio and the stream would just keep going, but maybe he'll figure out to get back on the stream sometime, so I can't just leave. And now I have to entertain you people. I don't know what I should be talking about. Just picture a French woman with a cigarette in her hand and wine in the other. Oh, the, one of the long, thin cigarettes. That's uh, what all the French people, uh, not French ladies are smoking. Mistral or whatever. Dictionary, in my mind, you are, you are naked. So, uh, yeah. And, and enjoy it. Jamie, I, I, I will watch it later. Um, no, I can't. Well, I can't bring anything on screen, so I can see what Jamie is telling me. Oh, the case I'm supposed to cover... Something about that, I can't bring it up. So uh, I'm still just uh, 
a dancing monkey trying to entertain you until uh, the expert figures out that uh, he turned off his stream and uh, everything is going to... I'm going to send him a big bill. How much does a lawyer make uh, an hour? So, uh, yeah. Yeah, Ghosty, news are good filler, but I can't bring up the news because I don't have uh, anything to touch. So... Uh... Yeah, expert is probably sitting in the car and thinking, "Why are they talking about nakedness? Who's this stupid guy? And why is on why is he on my channel?" Feral, um, I've seen people take their clothes on off on stream. Not everyone should do that. If I ever tried stand up comedy, no, I'm not a funny guy, so uh, I can't do that. So uh, it wouldn't be my thing. I'm uh, more of a Stupid guy who can't speak English and sometimes say something stupid. Well, Renem, yet uh, it's an unfair advantage you girls have because uh, you can just take your top off and we men, we uh, completely lose any connection from this part of the body and uh, some other part of the body. So uh, that's, uh, yeah. Okay, there's a hearing today. Well, that's that's going to be interesting. Jamie, maybe I'll be able to um, to join you. Oh, the expert is back. I'm going to lose this as I get on here. Hello. So I didn't do my hotspot. Where's my phone? Ah. Everyone uh, say welcome to the Sorry, host. No sound. He can't hear me. Farrell, I won't be joining at 4.30. I think he lost connection again. Yeah, MG Law, that's, uh, that's the biggest problem for, for men. I don't know why. Boom, 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 boom. Maybe the white rabbit should just uh, have the phone. Well, 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 well. Well, anything else I should talk about while he uh, touches the buttons? I'm not sure if it's going to be. Yeah, she, she, but what should I talk about? I'm not good at talking. I'm uh, I'm still just an idiot who can't speak English. So uh, I'm just wondering what kind of car he has. Oh, there I am. I still can't hear anything. You can still hear me. Give me a thumbs up if you can hear me. You can't hear me. Oh, yeah. I got a thumbs up. I can't hear you. you well, I'm not talking right now, but I'm talking now. Well, thank you, Mims. Turn this off. Yeah, he's probably connected to the car. That's his big problem. I'm coming so, through my uh, wife's speakers. Yeah, Let that's not probably the, the problem. Probably the problem. Hey, the white rabbit. Drive carefully. Just connect. Yes. That's the guy. Just, 
Hit the Bluetooth and uh, connect to your earbuds. I have no sound. It sucks. Maybe. Listen to what she says. Can you hear it through here? Yeah, that's what she said. No. Oh. Try to go uh, hit the Bluetooth connection thing. It's uh, I'm a tech illiterate, but uh, on this stream I seem competent. I think uh, it was a good idea that he kept me on to entertain you people while he was uh, doing. Uh, yeah, I don't know what. Really loud. That number, uh, sir. Oh, number was nine five four nine two eight six three nine nine. Why do you do a search warrant to a phone company for phone records? What can you, you hear anything? I can't hear anything. Um, Hoping to get several well, things to include now, can you hear me? Um, who the person is in communication with via phone calls, well, as well as and he probably uh, can't read chat, so I can't even tell him um, I'm signing via text off. Message, but as, uh, and then also, in addition, you can get um, location data from someone's cell phone records. So the location data is actually embedded records from the cell phone company. Yes, sir. Uh, to your knowledge, can you use that? But MG, I have to. I don't know if you can device. see chat. Yes. I tried to write it. At this time, uh, pursuant to the previously filed business record certification, I move states MM and evidence as the next numbered exhibit. Any objection? Okay, admitted as evidence. Maybe you can see, right, uh, see it in, in the private. Of course, did you receive those records from the phone company? Yes, I did. Did you review some of those phone records? Yes, I did. In regard to the number that you listed earlier, who was the subscriber for those phone records? Oh, for Wallace. You what? Did you also do a search warrant for both Baker. an Instagram account and a Facebook account related to the defendant, Oakland Wallace? Yes, I did. Was that for the same account we discussed earlier, RBG Vibes for Instagram? Yes. And did you receive a response to your search warrant from both those companies? Well, I guess it's the same company, but from both those uh, social media accounts? Yes. Are those large files that you get back from Facebook and Instagram? Yes, they are. Fair to say thousands of pages? Yes. Is it the right way or do I have to flip it? Going to July 15th. Yeah, I can't hear Baker. Probably can't see me either. Is it the right way around now? Wait, hold on, that saying? Did you go to Halifax Hospital on July 15th, sir? Yes, I did. Was Jason Rayner still being treated at that hospital? Yes, he was. Yeah, he's When you were at that hospital, did any doctors provide you anything? Yes. Which doctor? This is so high tech. What did Dr. Prince give you, sir? Doctor gave me Rainer a fragment of a projectile that was uh, removed from Officer Rainer's head. And what type of container was it in? It was in like, like a plastic uh, vial. And where did you take that item? I took it back to the uh, police department where I uh, submitted it to property evidence. I approached the witness, Your Honor? Yes. 
Is it the right way around now? Teamwork work makes the dream work. Well, I'm a baker, I'm not a teacher, I can't write. And I'm dyslexic in every language. Someone just write what he put. The objection? Without objection, admitted into evidence. I wrote it in Change private. Change settings. Yes. Yeah, I have been. Can you hear me now? You can't hear anything. Oh. Uh, if I reversed it. In front. I did flip the camera. Unless you want to pass it down. This is what you get when you get two uh, monkeys pushing buttons in, in one stream. And Jamie, it's, when we get old, we kind of squint a bit. I want to jump ahead now to July 19th. Uh, did you, you and other investigators execute a court order, sir? That, that device is in StreamYard. Yes. Uh, what was that order for? And I can't show it the on court screen. order was to obtain a sample of um, genetic and biological material from Otho Wallace. And did you execute that court order on Otho Wallace? Yes, sir. Did you collect the buckle swabs from him? Yes. How do you go about collecting buckle swabs? Well, I'm not streaming from Boom um, Mobile. I'm just a guest, a, and I'm supposed to jump off. Um, Y'all can hear me, uh, right? Comes with, a, with a little box, um, standard procedure. What we would have, what I did, or would have done that day, with gloves on, and then uh, take the. They look like uh, giant Q-tips. Uh, have both the walls open up his mouth and then swab both of his, both sides of his cheek with each of the swabs, and then put them in the box, clearly mark it with his name on it. It's uh, and same thing, package it up and submit it to property evidence. Yeah, but you collect these swabs in order to send them to the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. Yes, is it something you've done many times in your Seems career? Like, uh, yes, sir. May I approach the witness now? Right. Not just, yeah. just mentally, but uh, on stream too. Oh, wait a second. Well, Miami Spice, you are way too kind. I'm not a saint, but uh, when I need meet nice people and uh, I can help them out, I'd like to do it. Hello. Still no sound. Did you mute anything? Yeah, it's probably the output device you need to change. And as the lead detective was an autopsy performed at the office of the medical Can you hear examiner, the court? Yes, it was. Did they relay to you, not going to go into them, but did they relay to you their findings from the autopsy? Yes, they did. As a result of that, the chat before he should be able to read. As a result of that, then why don't we go into the another chat. charge and affidavit? Um, uh, charging um, 
Otho Wallace with murder instead of attempted murder. Thank you, sir. May I have one moment, Your Honor? Yes. Now he's he's in settings, so that, that could be something. We can still hear his audio. So it sounded like he changed something. Boom, 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 boom. And Farrell, you're not you're not clipping any of this. You don't use it. Yeah. Any cry. Yeah. You, and Gigi, yeah, you should be able to hear us all. But uh, the problem is he can't hear anything in his uh, earbuds, and it's probably because his device setting is set to something else, or he he might be connected to well, just, the Bluetooth yeah, system and it, in the car. And he said yes, right? So. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to adjourn um, early today. Oh, they're adjourning early. Oh, they're adjourning. So, we can go away. Mim, I, I would really like to say goodbye to the okay. expert before I leave. It's, it's the they're best adjourning way. early, but I can't hear I'll release you until tomorrow at 9 a.m. Well, I'm not saying anything. There's nothing about this. All I did was come out, move from one position to the other. This is a StreamYard deal. Yeah, maybe, maybe try to reconnect the earbuds could be a thing. Hey, Wesley. Yeah, let's talk about playing. Talking about what? Let's talk about mm, baby. Let's talk about mm, and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk yeah, it down. I thank you very much. Uh, if you have a seat, uh, let's talk a little bit about planning here. Where do we um, yeah, Where do we stand as far as the plan for the rest of the week? Yes, sir. Uh, I believe that we should be done like tomorrow after noon, Thursday morning. Come on, Gigi, go take care of your buddy. I need to heal up, and I will try to have fun tomorrow. And. Come back and uh, and see uh, the expert again tomorrow, or maybe me. I'll be streaming too. You can switch between us because it's two different trials, so you can get a bit of entertainment. If I'm, Baker, I'm sure thinking they're gonna, it sounds like they're gonna do a motion hearing to keep the uh, the the media out of the trial I'm supposed to cover. Well. Then I'm gonna blow up. Well, lefty. There's not too many of those around. They're, they rusted. And uh, I don't know why he thinks I'm muted. Maybe he should just turn on the stream on uh, YouTube so he can see that I'm talking all the time. Uh, I don't know. That's, uh, this, this is annoying. Jamie, are you, um, 
are you uh, following along right. on uh, our case? I can't hear Baker. That's just weird. I can hear the corner problem. Well, this is skipping out. Oh, you're just laying down to watch. Okay. Well, uh, still, take care of yourself. Because uh, you're always so nice to show up and uh, support us. And uh, that's the only way we can uh, do this YouTube thing is uh, to have your nice people around to support us. And uh, that's the good thing about uh, as as I talk to. Uh, I can't believe I can't remember if it's MG or or Chessy that uh, this little community we have here. Uh, it's it's kind of a drama free free club where where we try to help each other out. So I'm just happy that I can fill the air while the expert uh, touches his phone because uh, he's a bigger boomer than I am apparently. Now, assuming that. Now he's touching more buttons. Hey, I did not do that. Why is he watching the Hunger Games? Hopefully, uh, it's just a... Uh, yeah, uh, the sound works. It's just, it's just not coming to me from Baker. So that's the problem. No idea why it doesn't. It's just frustrating on my end, but well, it's weird. Then turn it off because they're not doing anything in court. We're not doing anything. You can just turn it off and uh, leave me here all alone. I'm all alone. I can't tell. I'm by myself all alone. Yeah, now I'm just singing to keep me uh, myself entertained. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, he he could just uh, shut down and restart yeah. StreamYard. Because uh, I would still keep it running as long as he doesn't shut down the StreamYards. Yeah, I am kind of like all by myself. Don't want to be all by myself. so weird how I can't hear Yeah, well. Everything is weird with you. Take the right rabbit's phone and put the YouTube channel on that one. Then you can. Uh... Yeah, I don't know anything. No, Raman, all of you are covering your ears and thinking, how did this guy ever get paid to uh, play in a band? Because it's uh, amazing how tone death he is. I'm gonna reload the uh, page. That's how you do it. Yeah, do that. Now I can do my little dance. I don't know what what I'm supposed to fill the time with. It's uh, it's yeah. There's a 15 second delay if he goes on YouTube. I know that, but just so he can hear me and he can say goodbye to me because the court is just going to argue uh, procedures, so they could just shut it down. Yeah, I used to be, I used, when I was in the Royal Navy Band, the only time I've been paid to play music, I used to play the big drum, and but we have to sing. So uh, 
So uh, we sung some sea shanties too. So uh, do a little dance, make a little love, get down tonight. Yeah. But uh, it's always fun to uh, to talk with you guys. Here, Baker. You still can't hear me. Yes. No. Why am I asking? If you can't hear me, he can't hear me. Yes. Sir. I hear this awful audio from the judge. Yeah, then shut the judge down, restart StreamYard, or turn on your wife's YouTube. Baker, I appreciate you. Um, well, I appreciate you too. Shut in here, man. I do not appreciate the um, StreamYard. Let me just well, shut it uh, It's so weird. Now there's no sound. Great. No, it's probably them. I probably don't want to sound. Well, we didn't get paid that much. It's a, It was our mandatory military service, but I was just lucky I could get uh, into playing a band, so uh, I didn't have to do much. Then later, I was stupid enough to re-enlist and uh, be deployed. Not paid better, but uh, it wasn't as fun. We didn't get drunk as much. At 4 o'clock. Early. The Fisherman's Friend. That's, uh, What's that's funny is like lots of them. I, I just love to hear him frustrating, frustrated talking to the white rabbit, not knowing that we can hear everything he's saying. Oh well. Yeah. Well, Baker, oh, you well. want to tell people where you're, you're going to go next? No. Like, yeah, I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm going to go to bed. Anyone want to join me? You hit me up in the, the DMs. Uh, I shouldn't say that. Because some weirdo lefty love lefty lols stay away. I don't want to have you to bed with me. Stay with Farrell. That's better for you. So, uh, but uh, tomorrow I will be hopefully starting up the the Kara Rintala case, no. a case that's the fourth time uh, okay. they're trying her. Two times it's a mistrial. Then she I'm got sorry, convicted. But. Um, because uh, their paint drying expert didn't have the Bye. have the right con uh, expertise. Can't yeah. hear you at all. No. Smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. Uh, Baker, if End I knew where your stream was, I'd send her by to you. I'm, I don't. Oh, wait, I, I can find that, can't I? Sure no, I no, 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 no stream tonight. No stream oh, tonight. No, stream? no. no. No, yes. just uh, kill it. Wait, it's fine. Just... I'm just hanging out with you. Can you hear me? Well, fine. That's it. I'm gone. I love you guys. Deuces. All the good stuff. Have a good time. Sorry. It's okay. 